I honestly have no idea. All right, so let's see. This is supposed to be your your jurisdiction. Yeah, well, just because it's my jurisdiction doesn't mean I can solve the fucking problem. But I thought if it was your jurisdiction, that meant that you were, like, all-seeing and all-knowing. Yeah. Are you telling me that's not the case? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Make something. I mean, because when you become a parent, after you've been a parent for like a year, obviously you know everything. Mm hmm. So they say. Don said once you become 18, you know everything, but I have to I have to argue that it's actually once you become 13 that you know everything because you're magically a teenager. I want to try something just to see that could be the problem. I'll be awful pissed off if that is the problem. That would just make for a miserable sucky show for me. All right, let's see here. All right, talk. Hello. Probably helps if I take off the mute button, eh? Yeah, take off the mute button and talk for a moment. Talkity talkity talk. All right. I have booze. Hush. Oops. Stupid thing. Come on. Say something, anything, John. Come on. Me or you? I'm talking to. I'm talking so I can hear something feedback on. Oh, ah. it's not playing. Damn thing. One more time. Why did it not play? There we go. Is it playing now? No. Now it's playing. Come on, play. Play, play, play. Play. You're not playing. Why aren't you playing? Play, you stupid thing. I don't know what's going on on your end, but on my end, I'm hearing everything you say in the show. Yeah, okay. Are you still hearing yourself echoey? Myself, yes. You know. Okay, so, well, I was trying to verify that by, I was trying oh, to... Oh, wait, no, the echo is gone now. Okay, so I do know what the echo is, and that sucks wind. I'm going to blame it on you. Okay, blame it on me. Whatever. I don't care. It's gone. We're good. Uh, no, it's not, because now I have to wear headphones. What's oh. happening is this microphone here is obviously too damn good. And, and it's picking up my voice. And it's picking up your voice for the feedback. I see. Well, I sound great now. I sound yeah. as good as you. Oh, okay. So so the entire time last time was because I refused to turn off my speakers. <laughs> I yeah, like... it's entirely my fault, totally. It is. It's entirely your fault. It can't be my you fault. You suck. It can't never be my fault. You suck. I'm the parent. Can we blame one of the younger boys? No, sir, It's their turn you. to take blame. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Okay. I have to. It's totally the boys' turn to take blame. I'm done taking blame. Their turn for a while. All right. That means I can't wear my hat. Because they can't wear the hat and headphones at the same time. 
Because well, nobody can see you anyway, so it's all good. And it's because I haven't turned on the picture. Exactly. You also haven't turned on the screen. Uh, the yeah. screen to share. Yeah, well, I haven't done that either. All right. I haven't even told people that we're here yet, so it's all good. Nobody knows we're here. Nobody can find us here. It's not true. We have two watching, and you and I don't really count. Yeah, well, one of them's me, and one of them's you. Really? Oh, so they, they, they actually count the people who are, like, part of the show as watchers in this one? Yes, because you're watching it through a browser. That sucks. YouTube mm -hmm. is nice. They don't count the people who are, like, part of the show as yes, they watchers. Do. They do, too. The only one they no, don't. they don't, because when nobody is in our show on YouTube, it says no viewers. Oh. And, but you and I will still be there. Hmm. So I figured it would be the same thing on here. Mm -hmm. But apparently not. Whatever. There I Yay. am. Okay, there he is right there. There, I'll wear my hat anyway, even though it looks way too tall on my head doesn't quite fit over my headphones squish it in the camera. it may not fit over your headphones but still looks all right doesn't look totally bad there we go and that looks better yeah i need to get it to adjust for this microphone why is the microphone in the picture get the microphone out of the picture there it is the microphone's out of the picture now <laughs> there looks better oh, no that doesn't look right right you know you could do the earbud thing I don't have earbuds. You have those wireless earbuds, don't you? Somewhere, I couldn't tell you where those fucking things are. And they're on Bluetooth, so I don't, there's not a Bluetooth connection to this computer. Oh, well that sucks. Oh well. All right, let me go announce this out to the world and see if anyone shows up. I need the, this link Announce here. it out to the world? What do you mean? I'm gonna go put it on face crack. Oh, right, those things. And Twitter. I honestly, I had an image of you with like a bullhorn just stepping on your balcony and screaming it out. Well, that's a possibility <laughs> too, but that means I'd have to get up out of the chair and go out in minus 11 degrees. Ew. It's minus <laughs> freaking 11 out there. And the greenhouse is 17. Oh, well, my, my uh, 17 is a good temperature, but minus 11 sucks. Yep. All right, there we go. We are now posted on Facecrack. Let's go post it on Twitter and see if anyone shows up to the show. And that would be kind of cool if someone actually did. And look, we're only, si we're only six minutes late starting. <laughs> Well, according to the Weather Channel, it's minus three, feels like minus four here. I'm not entirely sure I believe that because I've had to open the door a couple times because it turns out one of my incense bits really doesn't smell good. And I had to air it out. And really, it feels a lot colder than minus four. What the hell is going on here with Twitter, man? Did they not like my Odyssey link? What the hell? There it is. It won't let me tweet out my Odyssey link. Whoa, Twitter is shadow banned Odyssey? Oh, let's see. 
Let's find out. Maybe I've got too many characters in here. That's intense. Oh, I had too many characters. Okay. I had too many characters. Not nearly as interesting. No, not nearly as interesting. For a minute there, I was thinking, did they start shadow banning Odyssey? I could see them doing it. It wouldn't surprise me in yep. the least. <laughs> me too. It just it would be it would be surprising because Odyssey has become pretty big. But yeah, uh, yeah well, no. I can see them doing that. Well, no, they they just banned the guy that invented the MNRA vaccine. Yep. They did. Okay, that, you can't tell me they won't they won't ban anyone. And reason being is he started going against the narrative. Well, yeah, you can't have that. You can't have him not following the narrative, man. Doesn't matter if he's the inventor of the goddamn thing. It's it's <laughs> true. He's an absolute authority. One hundred percent knows it. But no, no, no. He, he sorry, he's sending out he's sending out fucking misinformation. All right. Yeah, they also. They- and the like head guy about hearts yep oh yeah it's like it makes no sense all right let's get this rocking and rolling it's time for a little music to carry us in let's go these are the days of thunder we're gonna make time stand still
have it. It is the New Year's Eve show. This show is officially one year old now. We started this show last year about the same time, give or take. And uh, we carried it all the way through till God knows what time in the morning. What was that, like a four, <laughs> five hour show? Something like that, it yeah. Was, it was ridiculously long, and I drank like three quarters of a bottle of rum. Not going to happen tonight. Absolutely not. No, gonna happen I can't. I can't afford that again. I, I can't. I, I was so hung over the next day. You just don't recover from uh, from it as easily when you get older as you do when you're in your twenties. Are you kidding me? You don't recover from it that easily when you drink that much. It doesn't matter what age you are. It never bothered me when I was in my 20s. I could do that, get up the morning, still be drunk, have another, have a, uh, a uh, what do they call it? The, um, the red eye? The... Um, blood of the something. I can't remember what. Have another drink in the morning and uh, go off to work. <laughs> Didn't bother me in the least. I've only, I've only ever heard hair the beast that bit you. Hair the dog. Hair the dog. That's what it's called. Hair the dog. Hair the dog. Wow. Have- I, I've never been able to get over drinking too much. I didn't get a proper hangover till I was in my 30s. But I definitely did not feel very good for the next day. Yeah, well, it was kind of a, it was definitely a rough one. I was definitely rough for the next two days, man. And because of the, yep. because of the lack of sleep, not getting bad, it took me a couple of days to recover. Yep, you definitely don't recover as well when you're when you're in your. I'm not telling you how old I am. When you're older, mm-hmm. I'm older. I'm old enough to have kids. How's that? And grandkids. Figured out. I'm not to have a older daughter who has kids of her own, teenagers of her own. Like I said, kids and grandkids. (laughs) Kids and grandkids. You figure it out, folks. All right. Well, it is time. It's a new year. New challenges. The world has changed. You need to be prepared. It is time for you to. Come on in out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. Absolutely. And all we got here for today's start, we have a reading from the Bible, the 1956 edition. Or was that 55? Why do I keep forgetting that? This is the 1955 edition of the King James Version. Today's reading is from Revelations chapter 11, verse 1 to 19. <clears throat> And there was given me a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court, which is without the temple, leave out and measure it not. Measure it not. For it is given unto the Gentiles and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days, clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies and if any man will hurt them he must in this manner be killed these have power to shut heaven that it rain not in the days of their prophecy 
and to have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often they will. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered unto them, and they stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up hither. And they ascended up to the heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. And the same hour was there a great earthquake, and the tenth part of the city fell, and in, in the earthquake were slain of men seven thousand, and the remnant were affrighted, and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in the heavens, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the power and the twenty elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped God saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. And the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead that they should, that they should be judged, and that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. And the temple of God was opened in heaven, and there was seen in his temple the ark of his testament, and there were lightings and voices and thunderings and an earthquake and great hail. There you go. There's your... So for the entire first part of that, I was honestly giggling. <laughs> Why is that? Well, it starts out with rise and measure the temple of God. Yes. Uh -huh. That, you know, I guess a lot of people are often saying things like your body is your temple, mm. but it really, that whole first part did not make me think of a temple, but yeah. so much as another part of a male. Yeah, they're busy dick measuring. <laughs> yeah, and then it went on to talk about uh, causing causing to bleed and causing woe and it's like oh so she's on her period and you don't get sex that sucks <laughs> the, the whole the whole first part was just making me giggle i had myself on mute so i wouldn't interrupt you <laughs> well good thing <laughs> it would have been hard to read it out if i kept hearing giggling 
Exactly. That's I, why I, did, I put I myself have, on I did, mute. I did have some troubles there with it because of that stuff. But yeah, it's yeah. Just, this was an interesting one. This was an interesting one of Revelations. It sounds like it's all about sex and then you're not allowed sex and then the tribulations come and then it's like it sounds like a really fancy way of talking about the uh newlywed moving into full-blown marriage moving into old age then moving on to the to whatever else but like the second part i kind of I started actually paying attention. It could be. It looks like I only have a shot and a half left of my bamboo. Really? Yeah, well, I've been drinking my bamboo, you know, sparingly, but, you know, I I like my bamboo, and I got a shot and a half left, so I'll sip it slowly. I've got a flask full of cheap rum, so I'll drink the cheap rum, and then I've got my Coke (laughs) nearby, so... Your alter ego and I were chatting, and apparently she got a large bottle of bamboo, mm. but she's gone through it a lot faster than she did her last bottle. <laughs> I warned her that that stuff was like uh, like uh, oh, yeah. liquid butterscotch. Uh, she knows it, because I, I let her taste it one time. <laughs> I let her taste no, it no, one you, time. You actually got her a bottle last year, and she I never, made that I, bottle you I, got her for I, I last for like I a whole I, year. No, I bought her, it wasn't a bottle of bamboo. It was before I discovered bamboo, because uh, because she has problems with with uh, celiac sort gluten. of stuff, gluten. There are rums that are not gluten-free, so I researched some rums to find some. It turns out the Appleton Estate rums are all gluten-free. So I got ah, a, a, okay. quali- a bottle of the good quality Appleton Estate, because Appleton makes cheap rum and then they make quality rum. I got her a bottle of that. She actually made it last for two and a half years because okay. one one shot gets her highly buzzed because she doesn't ever drink. And when she drinks, yeah. she gets drunk really quick and easy. Well, she, she's going through her bottle of bamboo a lot faster than she expects. She's like, man. I didn't know she surprising. got a bottle. That must, have been the, that must have been the bottle her husband bought her for Christmas was the bottle of bamboo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. entertaining because, no, she doesn't drink very often. It's, no. it's entertaining when people who don't drink very often are like, oh, this is so good. It's like, slow down. <laughs> slow down. It's so good and tasty. You know, half a bottle later, they're dancing in the street and stripping on the tables. <laughs> Not yeah. a bad thing if you if you can use it for blackmail later, though. Well, yeah. You always want it for blackmail. I got some, <laughs> I got some blackmail photos of her back from the 90s. Well, they're not really blackmail. They're close, though. But she, she, she's quite the uh, crazy girl when she gets uh, drinking and partying. She used to do yeah, that back in the nineties. She used to do that back in the nineties. All right, <laughs> let's uh, roll along. Here. Roll along here. Where are we going to start, and what are mm-hmm. we going to bump into first? You know, I think because we just need to clean out a bunch of leftover crap in here from multiple shows. Mm-hmm. We should just sort of work through some things here. We do have a couple of planting and gardening tips in here. You know, and for some reason, I still see the keeping chickens safe in the winter. Yeah, you left that there. I did not. I erased that. And wait a minute. There's stuff here. Well, on my end, it never erased. Oh, wait. I put in a couple of unique things in here. And there, no. Hang on. It's got... Did you think? No. Okay. 1119. Okay, that was changed. But I removed... I removed all that stuff. Winter greenhouse starting tips. That was removed. Peppers. No, my pepper thing is in here. Are you now? Yes, man. Okay. I guess somehow I didn't remove it. All right. I'll go with what we got. 
All right, our show notes are always messed up as usual, folks. Those that are here, looks like somebody showed up. Welcome to whoever's here. There's it a, sounds like you have a couple of sweaty men in the background there. No, that's the boys that discovered the TV plays YouTube. Ah. So, we're, so the sweaty we're, men are on the screen, got they're, it. They're on the screen of the YouTube over in the other corner <laughs> of the room. Have you noticed that a lot of the major YouTubers are kind of weird? That's because they have people? no. Te- that's because they have no testosterone. Ah, uh, it, it's it, they're all soy boys, man. It's <laughs> like I've watched some of these things. Occasionally, I'm looking at it and said, "Huh, I bet between the five of them, there's not a testos- There's not enough testosterone to equal a thimble." Have you ever heard the, heard of those YouTubers they called Try Guys or whatever? Try Guys? Try Guys. They, try they, guys. They, okay. try all, they try all kinds of shit on YouTube. And they do YouTube challenges on trying different stuff. Well, they decided they would go out and get their testosterone tested. It mm-hmm. turns out that these guys are in their 20s, okay? 20-something males, their testosterone should be off the fucking charts. Yeah, it really should be. At least way high. Their testosterone, and they were proud of these testosterone scores. Their testosterone scores were the equivalent of a 95-year-old man's testosterone. Oh my goodness, that is not healthy. No, it's like, wait a minute. It's like, I heard that's like, how the hell... Can you be proud of having no testosterone and claim that you have a that you're a guy? It's like testosterone's That's especially in, in, in your twenties, man. But they were yeah, they were, your testosterone should be off the chart. They they were happy feminist males though, so which of course the women wouldn't mm. fuck them if they want if to save their lives. Oh no, they absolutely will. They're safe. No, no, women safe don't. is safe is really fun, just w- not what you want to live with. Women don't fuck them. Are you kidding me? The safe guys are what women go after when they want something that won't have to that they don't have to worry about ending. Oh. The safe guys are the fun guys because you get to toy with them. You don't have to worry about anything lashing oh. back on you. And they and they're the ones that can suck all the resources, but they'd still rather go fuck the bad boy. If the bad boy oh, yeah. showed, if the bad boy showed up, they're like, "Yeah, see you later, dude. I'm going to go get yeah. my fucking bent, back bent over backwards and uh, blow my back out." It has taken years of like research for me to understand this, but the safe guys uh-huh. are the ones that the girls keep going after and having fun with, playing with, toying with, sucking all the resources of, but when the girl wants to settle down, they keep going after the bad boy. And for some reason, they keep going after the bad boy and they're expecting the bad boy to settle down with them and behave like the safe boy. Yeah. And then they get upset and they expect the bad boy to change. And when the bad boy doesn't change, they completely destroy the bad boy to the point where he's nothing but a chittering, rocking back and forth shadow of who he was left. Yeah. Well, they can't. Disturbing. They're, they're having a tougher, a harder time doing that now because the bad boys have caught wind of it. And they're like, yeah, yeah. not going to happen anymore. Bad boys but are like, it is yep. the bad boys that girls keep going after. Oh, and yeah. I think the reason why they keep going after that is because of our caveman days, so to speak. Uh, our instincts tell us that the bad boys are the ones who are going to put themselves between the gun and us yeah. if we get in trouble it's, so long as they love it, us. It's also, the, it's also the best sperm for the best reproduction. It's the best genetics of the child's survival. 
It's that I didn't know. Because the bad boy, as you just said, he's the one who's going to go out there, kill the shit, provide the food, all that sort of thing. Whereas the nice guy doesn't have the genetics to go out there and do that. No, nice so, guy is just a fun toy. Yeah, so the the bad boy is the one who the one who uh, does that. The the nice guys are what they're settling down with to raise the bad boy's children now. Which is just sad. Yeah, which all these soy boys are like, yeah, my girlfriend's boyfriend has children, or I'm raising them now. Look, woohoo! It's like, God, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. So, at any rate, this makes for a nice segue. Let's go wander into <laughs> overnight sausage and breakfast casserole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just seen... You're terrible. <laughs> well, it's overnight sausage and egg breakfast casserole. <laughs> you know, that didn't even occur to me when I wrote down the recipe. <laughs> No. I'm just really excited well, for this recipe, which sounds even dirtier. Oh my god, you suck. <laughs> the problem was, is this conversation wasn't on the menu when you wrote down this recipe. <laughs> Very true. And so I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking actually, down, the, I'm looking down the list of things. Yeah, that's a perfect segue out of this conversation. It's <laughs> actually a pretty good one. You essentially make all of the ingredients the night before. And then in the morning, you just chuck it all into the casserole dish and bake it for 50 minutes. And you- <laughs> Sorry, all, all of that happened at 33 minutes into the show, so it's just... <laughs> Sorry, back to your discussion about the uh, egg sausage and breakfast casserole. <laughs> you know you're mildly evil, right? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so this is actually pretty awesome. Especially if you're planning on doing like a giant New Year's dinner like I am tomorrow, mm-hmm. even though I only have like two people coming by. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what you do is you set up everything the night before, and then in the morning, you just chuck it all into the casserole dish and <clears throat> bake it for 50 minutes. Yeah. By the time everyone's done drinking their tea slash coffee and waking up enough to actually hold a fork, yeah. you'll be ready for food. Yeah. So, it's actually pretty awesome. I mean, it's just some sausage, bread, eggs, and cheese. Cool. It's really all that goes. Uh, it's really all that goes into it. It's pretty awesome. Very easy. Definitely useful. I'm doing it actually tonight. Cool. I'm setting it up for tomorrow. Setting it up so you just got to throw it in the oven in the morning. Yep. That's kind of useful. Anything, yeah. Well, any- trick doesn't go until about ten. So. Yeah. Well. That's right. You're making my. Uh, you're making a turkey. My uh, surprise turkey, because I don't know how deep the freezer burn has gone. So <laughs> we shall see if it works out. It's it's an unknown turkey. It was in a friend's freezer, and before that, it was in her mom's freezer. And her mom is a vegan, so mm-hmm. we don't know how old the turkey actually is. It'll it'll be an interesting find to see how well it cooks tomorrow. Yeah, that will be an interesting <laughs> find for you. Yep. If it doesn't work out, I'll just turn into a stew. Everything works in a stew. Or curry. Although I don't think turkey curry would be overly great. No, turkey curry wouldn't be overly great. There we go. I got to correct something Turkey stew is always awesome. Turkey stew is always a good thing. There's nothing wrong with turkey stew. Especially since, thanks to you, I have an amazing stuffing recipe. And turns out, if you take a little bit of all of your leftovers from turkey dinner, 
some mm-hmm. of the stuffing, some of the mashed potatoes. You throw it all in, yeah. you have an amazing stew. Yeah, I've done that quite a few times over the years. Mm-hmm. I've definitely done that. So we've got a lot there. What else do we got here? How to make a proper bone broth. Okay. What's so special? Oh, I, I saw this thing on, on there. Uh, the one big yeah, thing, I, the one big thing that I learned from this recipe here was uh, using the vinegar. Acid. Yeah, the acid. Yeah, I never knew about the acid. Also, the whole thing about the herbs being made into a cheesecloth bouquet, mm-hmm. and you put that into the water so you can take the spices out once the flavor is drained. Mm-hmm. I never thought of that. Yeah, that I, is a brilliant idea. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I just, I just leave them in there because I don't Me mind too. having a bits of pieces floating around later. You know, although I strain my stuff now because I'm, uh, I'm been canning it lately. But that is just that's something I never thought of, and yeah. I never knew about about the acid portion. You can either use wine or vinegar, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Yep. I wonder if you can use whiskey. Probably, but actually, I'll bet you that some whiskey, like some honey whiskey, would probably taste pretty amazing in there. Just saying. Uh, Oh yeah, quite possibly. Let's see if I can attract some tension from the Twitter sphere or face crack again. I'll keep pumping this every half an hour until anyone shows up or no one shows up. Yeah, well, the bone broth is good. Now, the big thing about bone broth, I was doing some research for a friend today to dealing with um, rebuilding your, uh, um, your, your, what the hell is it called in your bones, um, in between your joints? Cartilage? Cartilage. Rebuilding your cartilage and uh, improving the improving your skin elasticity and everything else. And you can do this when you're older. You know, you don't have to you don't have to do this when you're young. You can actually start doing it when you're older and refresh your looks and everything else is by eating and improving the amount of collagen in your diet. And what's more important, I tripped across another study somewhere which I sent off to someone which says that you need to increase the amount of vitamin C you're taking so that the collagen and everything is absorbed and moved through your body more efficiently. Uh, another addition to that is take something along the lines of papaya enzymes so you can mm. absorb it properly. Mm, I got that one. I hadn't known that one. I heard I heard pineapple enzymes. Pineapple is good. Papaya is better. Mm. Uh, we can't grow papaya on this side of the planet. So Yeah. Uh, this far north. It's not this well, side yeah. of the planet. It's this far north on the planet. Actually, you You're could right. probably, if you built yourself a greenhouse, that you could lower the, that you could that you could grow uh, citrus in it, you could probably grow papaya. You know, I had an idea about that. If you were to build a large greenhouse and then build a smaller greenhouse inside of that mm-hmm. for just your citrus, you could probably grow just about anything. Oh, probably. All right, I had something entertaining here from my my twit my my twat feed, which I <laughs> lost. It's all gone now. All right, well, so be it. There was a and warning. I have another question about about um, greenhouses, real quick, before I okay. forget. Okay. If you were to take your greenhouse walls and dig them down about two or three feet, mm-hmm. do you still have to remove the floor two or three feet, or would only having the walls down that far make a difference? No, you gotta have the floor go all the way down. Okay. And you don't want the walls down that far. 
No? You don't want your you don't want your glass panels down that far. You want your glass panels at ground level. Because you, oh, okay. you want your glass panels to get the max amount of sun. It's the rest of your okay, greenhouse. The rest of your greenhouse goes down into the ground. And you want to go down four feet at least. You need to go down at least I four know. feet. At least go down four feet because four feet is where you start to get the earth's warmth and the earth's coolness. Warmth in the winter, coolness in the summer. Okay, that's creepy. I heard a woman crying, I swear, in your background. You probably did. I vaguely heard what was going on in the uh, YouTube <laughs> That's videos. creepy. The YouTube videos being watched. They, he watch, they watch a lot of strange YouTube videos. All right. Just a woman wailing in the background as you talk about greenhousery. Yeah, well, she's sad that greenhouses are happening, I guess. <laughs> okay, since it is New Year's, let's look at New Year's traditions from around the world. Black yeah, I eyed this peas. This is kind of neat. Yes, our family has black eyed peas on New Year's. I'm making yeah. another batch of black eyed peas because it turns out I ate almost all the black eyed peas I made a couple days ago because they were just good so job. good. I was eating them for lunch and dinner, and I gave off some to a friend, you know. So, so I got to make a whole new batch tomorrow. <laughs> so we have. I got, I got double smoked bacon just for the black eyed peas tomorrow. Double smoked bacon's good. I'm using ham. I'm yeah. using ham broth because I I created ham broth a, a few days ago from a, from a ham and oh, ham nice. bone. So I've got some really amazing ham broth and that ham broth it makes a black eyed peas just taste amazing with the ham broth. I bet. So we're having ham again for dinner tomorrow night so I'll take the bone from that and I'll make more ham broth and then I'll can it this time and I'm actually going to experiment. Now that I've realized if you make beans with the right broths they suddenly taste really truly amazing. Amazing. I was like I always had beans that were done with water and maybe some bacon and a few spices, but it didn't quite have the flavor. And I, I, I never fully understand the necessity to use broths in mm -hmm. your in your stuff. You know, having broth in it makes all the difference in the world. I figured that out by accident. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing the things that you learn by doing accidents all the time in the kitchen. Well, yeah, well, that's the whole thing is you and but you got to make sure you remember those accidents because I've had accidents in the kitchen where I've done something, then I forget to write it down and I go to do it and I just like, oh shit, how did I do this before? Did you know that chocolate chip cookies were an accident? I wouldn't doubt it. Chocolate chip cookies were an accident. What happened is the woman who was baking cookies, she realized that she didn't have actual chocolate, like cocoa powder, in order to make the chocolate cookies. So she took baker's chocolate and chopped it up and she put it into the cookie batter, thinking it would melt into the cookie batter, and it created chocolate chip cookies. Cool. Yeah. All right, you've got another one here. Hoppin' John. Oh, let's see. Wait a sec. We got. We we didn't even cover this. We just said the uh, things. We got some noise. <laughs> Thailand. Eat lucky food. Okay, lucky food in Spain. Like black-eyed peas. <laughs> Southern U.S. black-eyed peas and pork. Yeah. See, we we've been doing that my whole life. I think I've only missed a year or two of it, and I really felt miserable for that year for some reason. It's probably self-fulfilling, but even still, you know, I just got to do it now. I just can't not do yep. it. Gotta Maybe. force the kids to have at least one spoonful. Well, too. that's what I do. I always force one spoonful in their mouth. That was me. I didn't like black-eyed peas when I was a kid. I didn't appreciate yeah. them until I was older. 
Give a gift. Hey, everyone can give me gifts on New Year's. So that's it, folks. Send <laughs> gifts to the Rogues Tavern. You know, make that your new New Year's tradition. Send us gifts. I'll give you eggs then. Yeah. New Year's folklore. <laughs> Kiss the person you hope to keep kissing. New Year's Eve night, wind blow south. It broke of warmth and growth. I guess I'll token have to... It'd be token. Tokeneth warmth and growth. Oh, okay. For abundance in a new year, fill your pockets and cupboards today. <laughs> okay, that one there. You know, that's actually very, very practical. It is very practical. <laughs> it is very a practical one. It's like, I've already filled my cupboards and my pockets, so I'm already good. There you go. Very mm-hmm. practical. Okay. And you brought a cowboy recipe. What's this? Cowboy recipes to go on chuck wagons. Yeah, okay, so this is actually, I was looking for things to go with chuck wagons because my brain wasn't up to par yet. And I found this site, which I thought was really cool. And I thought you would like chuck wagon etiquette. Hmm. No No one one eats eats until cookie calls. Absolutely. When cookie cookie calls, everyone comes a running. That's because they're fucking hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Hungry cowboys wait for no man. They fill their plates fill their bellies, then move on. Yep. So stragglers can fill their plates. Yep. Cowboys eat first, talk later. Oh, yeah. It's okay to eat with your fingers. The food is clean. Yep. <laughs> if you're refilling the coffee cup and someone yells, mad at the pot, you're obliged to serve refills. Yep. Don't take the last serving unless you're the last man. Mm-hmm. Food left on the plate is an insult to the cook. Oh, yeah. No running or saddling a horse near the wagon. And when you ride off, always ride downwind from the wagon. Yep. If you come across any decent firewood, bring it back to the wagon. Strangers are always welcome at the wagon. Yep. Absolutely. I just thought those were cool. That's a cool cowboy etiquette. I like that. That's yeah. Neat. Looks like there's some good recipes here. Old West sourdough biscuits. Quick they South- are pretty awesome. Quick Southwest chili. I'm going to have to go check this site out and steal some of these recipes. Make Hold sure up. you go to this link because I couldn't figure out where on earth in this site these these uh, recipes were. So That's because this is an interesting site. They had corn fritters. Mm-hmm. Flour. Corn. Oh, these are these are actually corn fritters. These are this isn't cornmeal fritters. These are fritters with corn in them. Yep. That's cool. And they have paprika, which I found interesting. Yeah. That's because the recipes are all on the page. Oh no, this is one of those sites that history of Dutch oven cooking. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the cookie yeah, I thought you'd find this really interesting. I know that uh, people who listen to us will probably find it interesting, too. Yeah, I'll have to check this one out. I'll have to go check this stuff out because uh, there's some recipes in there that look like they'd be lots of fun. Green chili, Dakota fried tomatoes. Venison gra- parmesan over pasta. Yeah. You can probably substitute any meat you want. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's nice. I like that. We'll have to check that one out. All right. All right. I'm Did you gonna... know that Wassail, it started out as West Hall, which hmm. means B-hole? No. Oh. Isn't that cool? No, yeah, that is kind of interesting. This is actually a drink, traditional Wassail. 
And it's pretty awesome recipe. It used to be used to celebrate the 12th day, which is around the 5th or 6th of January. Hmm. It's not something that I'm overly interested in, mm -hmm. but it seems like it would be a good recipe for people who enjoy having those lovely mixed drinks. I'm pretty stoked, it's just my straight whiskey. It combines or rum, if it's it good rum. It combines beer or sherry or wine. Beer, yep. it combines beer, sherry, or wine. That just, uh, I don't know about that. It's a cool recipe. I would gladly taste it on someone else's dime. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna waste. I'm not gonna waste beer and sherry or wine by mixing them together. And you're supposed to serve it hot. Yeah, well, I mean, it does have cinnamon and sugar and apples and ginger and lemon in it. But I like I said. I would love to taste it on someone else's dime. Yeah, that, that could be interesting. <laughs> All right, here's one I've got for everyone. Time to make sure you are prepping for everything. China is prepping. Going nuts. They're prepping. I knew this. I, we've talked about this off and on. Mm -hmm. It hit the mainstream this last week. Ah, finally hit the mainstream. Yeah, that China has been stocking up and buying stuff all over the globe. And China actually now owns 60% of the global, global grain. Oh, geez. Of the global grain. I might have surprised. They have 20% of the world population, but they have 60% of the world's grains. And this mm -hmm. is not just wheat. This includes wheat, corn, oats. All of the main staple grains for keeping a population alive and surviving. And of course, to me, that instantly said, and you hear all these people, it's like some of these people I've listened to for a long time on YouTube, it's like, I, I don't understand what China's doing. It's like, well, wait a minute, you've mentioned, prepping. it's not just prepping, okay? It's like, they're prepping. They all understand they're prepping, but they don't know what they're prepping for. And it's like, you guys have mentioned Adapt 2030. You've mentioned the Ice Age farmers. Like, didn't you listen to those guys? Because what well, China's prepping for is the grand solar minimum. They're also prepping for the inevitable war because if well, they have all the food, then they have all the power. Well, it's that, but they also they're also prepping. Like one of the big things in, in uh, Adapt 2030, he does a wonderful breakdown of one of his videos. He did a breakdown of every Chinese empire for the last five thousand years. Okay, we're talking mm -hmm. five thousand. China has records going back five thousand years. Yeah, so does Japan. What the hell happened to you? I'm still right here. What, no, what do you mean what you happened to real, me? Oh, hang on. Huh? My, my headphones started to become unplugged. Ah. Um, anyway, they, they have the records back. Well, I don't think Japan has 5,000 years. They might, but nobody talks about Japan. Japan only managed to partially conquer the world during World War II. For the rest of the time, they've been stuck on their island. And you got to remember... If you gotta remember they the one, have a history as long, if not longer, than China. But you gotta remember, China, uh, Japan's history, even in their 5,000-year history, the Japanese or the Orientals were not the dominant race on the island. That is true. 
Okay, the dominant race of the Japanese dominant race has only been a couple thousand years on the island. Previous yeah. to them, it was I can't remember what they call them, but they were actually seven foot tall white men. Essentially Vikings. Essentially Vikings is what dominated their island. They were the original. They were the original samurai too. Yeah. So let's just stick with China. Let's not confuse the issue. China. That's an interesting fact. I know it's still an interesting side fact, but China has that five thousand years of history. But every single grand solar minimum. Chinese empire in charge at the time collapsed completely. Hmm. So they're trying to make sure they, don't, they avoid that this time. They're trying to avoid that this time. Because all the other times they didn't prepare well enough to feed their population because when the population gets hungry, they get pissed off at their government. They the revolt. Mo the most recent example of that was the uh, French Revolution. <laughs> you know. Or if you look in um, India, India's had a nice, uh, a couple of nice revolts recently. Oh, did they? Well, every time you look at a, a population overthrow, revolt of their government, you'll almost always find it's an underlying population is starving. Yes. Because Russia did the same thing, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, the Russia did the same thing. Gotta remember, people, the general population, they are sheep. 80, we, we've already, we proved it in the last two, they've proved it in the last two years. We've proved it. The government oh, has yeah. proved it in the last two years. 80% of the population will go along with anything you tell them to do as long as their bellies are fed and their entertainment is there. You keep yeah, their, you soon, keep, as soon as you take away food or entertainment, yeah. you're screwed as the power maker. Yes. And that's exactly, you, you notice they've been working hard to try and keep entertainment for people, but everyone's bellies yeah. have been fed, so they've been okay at the moment. But the problem is, is it's starting to get harder and harder for people to keep their bellies full. Yeah. And that's going to get worse in the next couple of years for those that haven't been preparing for the last two years. That's why as, soon, as soon as this started, I fucking went nutso in preparations. You know, there's one thing that I was thinking about recently, which mm -hmm. is um, every time that the world is essentially tips sideways, mm -hmm. there are two classes of people that tend to take over the world. Yeah. The one class, of course, is the upper class yep. because they have preps beyond belief. Yep. But the other class is the poorest of the poor yep. or the wild clans. Yep. And the poorest of the poor, they're able to kind of take over the world because they already know how to survive. They yeah. know how to keep themselves warm in the cold without anything between them and the elements except what's on their body. Yeah. They know how to scrounge for food. They know how to survive. Yeah, they, and they don't care anymore. They have nothing to lose. And one of the things I've been paying attention to is the way that they're separating upper and lower class. They're, they're essentially eradicating the middle class. Class, mm -hmm. which I'm thinking has to do with their attempt to remove the middle class in order to vanquish them into the underbelly. But by doing so, they're also doing a, a form of population control. Yes. yes. As soon as you remove the middle class's capability to keep their fridges full, they're all going to die off because they don't know how to how to go and get food. They don't know how to go grocery shopping when they're when they're broke. Yep. <laughs> 
Even today, with the prices that we have, I can still feed my family for a week on $20. Yeah. $20 a week. Mm -hmm. I can feed my family and keep them at least their bellies full. Yep. But I've... No, I've known many people who are considered middle class who 20 bucks they'll look at me and go so I can get a coffee and what a loaf of bread yeah and it's like yeah you could do that or you could feed your family yeah but I think I theorize that the powers that be are trying to remove the middle class as a form of population control no it could very well be it's always a possibility in this fucking nightmare scenario that we're in it's an interesting idea considering that places like China don't have middle class. They have upper and lower. Yep. And places like China, what are they going to do? They have upper and lower class. Upper class, well, they're screwed if they haven't prepped. And then lower class, they all know how to survive. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the lower class in China, for the most part, have way better knowledge than most of the lower class here, say, in Canada, because lower class in Canada means you still have at least 20 bucks a month or uh, tw 20 bucks a week in order to eat. Yeah. Lower class in China means that you have 20 bucks a month maybe and they or have that to, and they have to go catch bats to eat them they have exactly. to go they have to go, they so. have to go make bat they have to go make bat soup <laughs> exactly so for for china i don't know what they're going to do in order to control their population but that's why they that's why they've stocked up on so much food <laughs> cuz they'll dole, does, they'll they'll dole it out little by little in bread lines and they'll be more accepting of it cuz there's mm -hmm. a lot larger of a lower class in, in well, China than well, there is in Canada. China's also been training their population for several years to several listen to generations. The, uh, yeah, I guess a couple of generations now. Not several, but two or three generations to to just listen to the government. The government knows best. You know, yeah. Whereas the Western world, well, people aren't, well, they weren't trained so well, but for, somehow, for some reason, they just fell right in line to the government knows best in the last uh, two years. I could, oh, I, well, they've been they've been training the western world for a while because the way they train the western world is first they got everyone to revolt against the government and then it was like leading a pony on a lead mm. they said oh yeah you're you're revolting you're revolting okay now you're revolting you have to pay attention to this because this is also revolting mm -hmm. and then they just kind of led them like like a pony with a lead saying you are absolutely revolting so long as you are doing this yeah now make sure you do this because this is how you revolt oh could very well be i'm pretty sure because i look at the information from the 60s 70s 80s 90s yeah. mm -hmm. and it's like even today it's all about stand up and be your own person but over the past 40 years it's become it's gone from actually stand up and be your own person, think for yourself, yeah. to think like everyone else, because if you're not, then you're not revolting. Yeah. It's very interesting. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, side note. That's all right, man. We're, this show here has no fucking map to it tonight. It's wherever we go, we go. We started early. We're going to continue till 8, 9, 10. 10 at tops, you know, because, well, I got to go to bed. By 10 I'd say 9 because it's already almost 8. 
Well, we could go to ten if we if we keep, if we don't realize we're mumbling on. It's like ten's not okay. such a bad time to go. You know, the idea is to get us used to the idea of starting at seven and finishing by nine, unless we have extra things. And finishing at ten isn't the end of the world because it's much better than us finishing at eleven like we used to, where it's like I still got to get up the next fucking day. <laughs> yeah, it still takes an hour to wind down after staring at the screens for so long. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing is it always takes an hour away from the screens before your brain can uh, re- refocus. All right. Did so- you know there is a special cream for women to protect their face from blue light, Mitch, yeah. well, from I guess, screens? I guess men don't suffer from it. You know how expensive that stupid cream how, is? How, how sexist is that, that men <laughs> that they think men don't suffer from it, too? Don't <laughs> men want to look pretty, too, and be lineless and be youthful in appearance? Nah, we don't have to, man. We fucking, we fucking age like fine wine. Women age like curdled cheese. It's funny that your mind goes there while my mind goes to what the fuck is blue light damage? What the hell are you guys even talking about? Blue light damage. Sure. Because I already know what blue light damage is. The blue light actually, if you, if you want to see what blue light damage is, look at your screen for a little while, just a few minutes, then look away at a blank wall and close your eyes and you will see the after images of your monitors. Yeah, but you can do that by looking at a tiled floor as well. Yes, but that's still damage. How is that damage? Looking at tiled floor, then closing your eyes, you can that's still see the shape floor. of the tiles in, you, in you, your eyes? You can actually read the letters in the after image of your monitor. Yeah. Okay. And that's damage. That's that's the blue light damage. And then the blue lights also, the blue light also sends up UV. There is blue light filters now for screens to prevent it. It's the blue light we have in the LED. We did not have this problem before we invented LED monitors. Hmm. The old CRT monitors didn't have that problem. I wonder if that's what's to blame for my headaches. It often is. The blue lights and the uh, and the monitors. You might look into the filters. There's a filter screen that can be put over your monitors. Have it, filters on. Yeah. I have such a light sensitivity. I have to make my monitors dark and keep all the filters yeah. on. But that's the filters of the monitor. You're still getting a blue light. You need a, a screen that goes over the monitor, which actually stops ah. the blue light from coming through. You know what's funny? Hmm. I have a light sensitivity. My partner needs bright lights to see. Yeah. We make such an an odd couple that way. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's like wherever I am, it's going to be dim and very dark. All but right. wherever he is, it's brightly lit. You bought this thing about <laughs> Boxing Day. I've seen this somewhere too. Boxing Day is oh, yeah. about boxing up all your old shit and giving it away. Okay, but it's also not. Yes, I know. See... Back, way back when, Boxing Day was actually started because the servants had to wait on their masters on Christmas. So the day after was considered Boxing Day uh, due to the fact that they would often give their servants the day off to go visit their family. And they would send them home with a box of either food leftovers or money or presents or whatever. Yeah. And... It started developing the name of Boxing Day because uh, tradesmen also expected to get their boxes of gifts or pay. Hmm. So it's an interesting thing. It, it started like way back when, but wasn't actually called Boxing Day until I think it was 1860s. Yep. And by then it was called Boxing Day because there was also the addition of the churches putting out a box for donations. Mm-hmm. And people bringing in their 
people bringing in their things to give away, uh, like you know, yeah. old clothes, old old toys, what have you. All their all their old shit, all their, all, all their old shit that they didn't want, and they wanted to donate to some poor old fool who would be happy to have it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that idea of Boxing Day wasn't until like the 1860s. In the 1600s, it was just a custom to give your servants the day after Christmas off. And it was considered Boxing Day because everyone got their boxes of gifts. Cool. Interesting. Let's pop into Orion. I actually went outside last night and what it is right now, it's minus 12 again outside right now. Down a whole degree since we've been chatting. Yes, it has. It's dropped a whole degree since we've been chatting. I went out and looked at Orion last night because it's crystal clear mm-hmm. skies tonight, too, which is why it's so cold. It looks so amazing in the night sky. It is so. Oh, we can't see it from here. It is so <laughs> bloody bright from here. It's just amazing to look at. So if, you, if you've if you got a relatively uh, light pollution-free area, go look in the south-southwestern sky, or south-southeastern sky, not, not, not western, south-southeastern sky, and you can't miss Orion's Belt. No matter how hard you try, you can't miss it. I wish I was somewhere with zero light pollution because Orion's Belt, just to the left of it, is the fucking Milky Way galaxy. Oh, yeah. Which is why when you look at the pyramids on the Earth, they are laid out in exact proportions to Orion's belt and the distance from the Nile River. Which is so cool. Yeah, it is so cool, which tells you that the people who built them had some fucking serious star knowledge. Did you know that the brightest star as of midnight tonight will actually be Sirius? Yep. It's the North Star. Or no, it's Dog Star. Yes. It's it's also called the Dog Star, which I did not know that we even had a star called Sirius. Oh yeah. We it's 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 when you when you hear people talk about uh Oh, fucking, I can't remember what it is. It's, yeah, but Sirius, I've known about Sirius for decades. Sirius has always been the brightest star in the sky. Until recently, I always thought that that particular name was pronounced Cyrus. Hmm. And it, and it, no, and it is and it is known as the dog star. And it goes mm-hmm. back, you know, their First Nations people sometimes, you know, if their child was born at this time of year, they'd often be named after the dog star. Because that'd be the first star they'd see at the night sky. It's the brightest star, unmissable. And they've known the name. It's like this knowledge of the stars and the names of the stars are similar across cultures of this planet going back for thousands of years. And you mm-hmm. can't tell me that's a coincidence. You know, Not usually. You know, it's just one of those things. And it just it allows for... Coincidence? I think not! The fact <laughs> that we had a global governance on this planet or not necessarily a global governance but a global communications on this planet previously i mean there's that i agree with there's so many things on this planet they keep saying oh no nobody knew each other until you know the 1500s when the europeans sailed out and i said no no every it's like it's been known for the tens of thousands of years, we just lost touch with each other because of a cataclysm which caused us to lose our technology. And we had to start all over with our technology. 
If we have another, that I do think is true. If we have another cataclysm, I'm praying to God we can hold our technology together. If we lose our technology again, well, we go back to the we well we go back to the Stone Ages and start all over again, and in. 10,000 years, we'll get to this point again, and hopefully we'll, we will have learned something. But judging from human nature, somehow I doubt we won't. it. Somehow I doubt it, man. <laughs> human nature is it's just like it's, like, it's like, really, this is like the sixth or seventh time we've been at this level of development, and we still can't figure out how to get past it. What's that? You're going outside uh, in the 12-degree weather? All right, have fun out there. <laughs> so one of your, this next one, one I have your, here brothers is has New Year's information from around the world. New Year's information from around the world. All right. Let's yeah, I thought this was interesting. It's New Year's times and dates that are mentioned. And I found it interesting that the Chinese, Romans, and Jews are always mentioned. Mm-hmm. But the Celts never are. Well, that's because they want to forget the Celts. Because I believe the Celts were tied to the last culture. Well, the Celts, their New Year's is October 31st, and that's more so the tradition that I follow. Yeah. But I just found it interesting. Mm -hmm. It's a nice, interesting little article for people to check out. Yep. Oh, uh, this one is actually kind of important. Um, It's an ice thickness safety chart. It's right above Orion in the winter sky. Yep. This one is very useful. You might want to think about actually printing this little chart out, especially since we are going to be having more ice over the next 10 to 15 years. And if you aren't used to having iced over ponds or what have you, like here on the island, we definitely are not. Uh, It would still be a good thing to know when it's safe to walk on there, drive on there, or what have you. Yep. So... It's a good little bit of information to have. Just print out this little chart, keep it about, stick it up somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's always good to know. How do you check the ice thickness? Drill a fucking hole in it. (laughs) (laughs) Compare it with checking the oil in your car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah. It's just funny. And we will. And uh, if it's thick enough on the. Something that's good to know if it's thick enough on the edge. Go another three feet and check it again. Yep. Just to make sure because it gets thinner in the middle. Yeah. Sticker on the edges, thinner in the middle. I remember when I was, I think I was 13 at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I was, I don't remember how old I was. I was like between 11 and 13, somewhere around there. I went to one of my mom's friend's house mm-hmm. in Maryland. I'd never seen a frozen over river or river or pond or anything. And the kids of the family took me out to a frozen over pond. And I was like, wait, you can walk on this? Mm-hmm. And they were so surprised because I'm Canadian. They're like, don't you have to deal with ice every day? It's like, no, Not we don't this. even get, we don't get any kind of ice in Victoria. The problem is, is Victoria hasn't gotten ice for, oh, I guess it's uh, 1970s is what now? Uh, 1984 was the last time that things froze over. Yeah, well, they didn't freeze over enough in 1984. Um, And it wasn't 84, it was 86, because I remember the winter of 86. Uh, 
mainly because two reasons. One, I was in Washington State, and I remember going walking on the ponds there. And plus, that that New Year's 86, 87, I came up to Canada with a buddy of mine. We drove up over the Malahat and the icicles on the Malahat. I have not seen the icicles on the Malahat like I saw this week since 1986. They were oh, just wow. all of the all of the creeks and stuff that normally you'd look over and you see them, their downspout, they're, everything was frozen over the Malahat. Every time I drove over the Malahat, and I've driven over the Malahat four times in the last five days. Mm-hmm. And every time I hit the top of the Malahat, it was minus six to minus eight in the middle of the afternoon. Jeez. So it was cold up on the Malahat. So, uh, but I haven't seen that since 1986. I remember it distinctly because me and my buddy, we just turned 18. We came to Canada so we could drink and part. No, we 19, we just turned 19. We were just old enough to drink here. We couldn't drink in the States. So we came up here for New Year's and we went partying up here for New Year's. My grandmother who was still alive at the time, her Christmas present to me that year was to rent me and my buddy a hotel room so we wouldn't come home to her house drunk. <laughs> Actually, that was pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, you would have loved your great grandma. She was she was a lot like your grandmother. <laughs> Facts. That's awesome. They're probably pretty much identical. Come to think of it. <laughs> yes. Well, every woman eventually becomes her mother if their mother is awesome. So yeah, if their mother is awesome, yes. Yes, um, I've, I've come to add that over the past years. <laughs> yes, but anyway, it was it was quite interesting, but. It's like in the 1970s, the 60s and 70s, the Portage Inlet down there in Victoria used to freeze over to the point where you could drive a vehicle across it. Really? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. That was, it used to freeze up to, I guess according to this chart, it used to freeze to seven and a half inches to eight inches up to 10 inches in thickness. That's amazing. Do you know how much cold that takes to do? A lot. That takes that takes sub-zero temperatures that we've had. It takes those for three to four weeks to freeze it that deep. And of so course, like Alberta it, it, weather. It's even worse because the Portage Inlet is salt water, and it so it's harder to freeze salt water. Well, it takes until minus six degrees Fahrenheit to freeze salt water. Yes, yeah, so then it had to be my, it had to be below minus six degrees for an extended period of time. Like your grandmother tells stories about learning to ice skate on the Portage Inlet. Yeah, uh, my old neighbor. Uh he told me all kinds of stories of things being frozen over, mm-hmm. having like three, four feet of snow every winter. Yeah. But see, and what what happened was we shifted into the ultra high end of a grand solar maximum. Mm-hmm. And it lasted for 40 years. Well, unfortunately, we're kicking the other direction now and people aren't ready for it. Well, my old neighbor and I, she and I used to theorize that the reason why the world, the earth is warming up is because of all the concrete. Yeah, no, that's not it at all. That's our theory. Hey, it's a good theory. Don't knock it so fast. It might have an effect. It has a bit of an effect, but not so much as that great big orb in the sky, that great big yellow thing, which, of course, there's an interesting debate about the yellow thing in the sky, is that people people are saying that it's no longer yellow and that it's white. Well, the really hot parts are white, but that's within the yellow. 
But the thing is, is many people are, are thinking that when they were younger, and sometimes I think back, and when I was younger, it did look more yellow during the day. And I'm looking at it now, because I hear all this stuff, I'm looking at it and said, you know, it does look kind of whiter than it used to. So, so I, I don't understand it, but at any rate, we've got Pollution. to go to go with it since we are in the grand solar minimum and talking about that stuff here. We need to open up the climate gate. To the gate, to the gate, to the climate gate. All right, let's see here. All right. Oops. I've got a global jet stream forecast. This is a good link for those that want to follow the world weather. Check this out, the global jet stream forecast. You can just go pick a date and go look at the jet stream forecast. And this jet stream forecast is a really interesting thing because it shows you oh, cool. what's going to happen across the globe. Now, you got to spin it for us. It's North America here. And you can see Vancouver Island. There's our Island. mini island. There's our mini island there. And you can see <laughs> what the jet stream is going to do once it loads up. Look what the oh. fucking jet stream is doing to us. It's fucking pounding us, which is why we've got the... So it's pulling all this cold air from up north down over the top of us, and it's pumping it right down through California and then across. Is the red cold or hot? It's supposed to be warmer weather. That's why we're supposed to get warmer weather next week. Ah. Yeah, we can flip the temperature. Let's flip to the temperature. Here you go. There's your temperatures. Red is hot. Blue is cold. So we're going to okay. be cold. Look at that. And that's from January 12th. Let's see what January 1st is going to bring us. Takes a moment for it to load. Okay, the jet stream is moving. So it's getting a little warmer for us, which, of course, our forecast is to warm up. And we can move up to the second, and you can see it's shifting again. So you can see how Whoa. it shifts. You see, the problem is, is that for the longest time, this jet stream was predictable. Yeah, now it's like... Now it's like... It's all, like it's got ADHD, man. It's got ADHD. I'm go over here now. Let's watch what happens one day later. Look at it one day later <laughs> on the third. These are the forecasts. I'm over for. here, then I'm over there. I'm over, then here, I'm over here, I'm over oh, there. Oh, look, a butterfly. Yes, a but and look at this one. <laughs> it's like... It, it, oh, it, my goodness. It, it's psychotic. But it is a good <laughs> thing to look at to get a grasp on what kind of weather might be headed your way wherever you live on the globe. And you can zoom yeah. out on the globe and then figure out the jet stream. And of course, right now, it's important because, you know, global uh, the global weather, I mean, the winter is up here in the northern hemisphere. You want to know how much of this cold fucking air from the north is going to be drugged down into us in the south. So, a useful tool. Useful tool to help figure out what to do and help you plan for what's coming. What's it like in New Zealand? Uh, let's go spin around the globe here and take a look. If we can find New Zealand, it's down here on the bottom. They keep moving fucking New Zealand, man. I, I know. It used to be Australia first. Now, now it's New Zealand first. New Zealand's right here now. Okay. It, but it used to be up here, and it was over here once. It's like mm -hmm. New Zealand keeps fucking moving. I know. It's I, weird. I, that, that falls in line with our fucking... Uh, 
What the hell is it called? Um, Mandela Multiverse? Effect. Mandela Effect Multiverse. But see, the thing is, is they are in their summer down here on the on the southern half of the globe. Yeah. So they, they are in their summer. They've got a more, like in our summer, this is what our jet stream does. Because they've got a jet stream too. Well, I was just curious because yeah. I've never looked at the jet stream for the southern yeah. half of the island, especially not in their summer. Uh, I don't pay much attention to the southern half of the fucking planet because I don't live there. <laughs> yeah, I guess you also don't know anybody who lives there, right? No, I don't. I, don't I still know. know people who live there, so oh. I'm curious. Well, there you go. You got a reason to be curious. But yeah, so this is an interesting tool to check out. Going sure. with that one there, we have the NOAA has finally confirmed and that's the National Oceanic Aeronautics Association or something like that. What the hell is that called? You got it right. Okay. Anyway, they have confirmed that we are in a full-blown grand solar minimum. Yeah, because they couldn't hide it anymore. That's the whole reason <laughs> they can't hide it anymore. <laughs> They've tried, man. They've been hiding it for fucking 10 years that we were going yep. to the solar grand solar minimum. And it's like, yeah, no, we can't hide it anymore. I guess we got to admit to it. Yeah, you can't keep saying that we're experiencing global warming when ships are getting frozen within 12 hours out in the Arctic. Yep. <laughs> you, you just you can't hide it anymore. Yep. So they're, they're finally admitting that we are in a grand solar minimum. So over this next year, I'm going to make a prediction that over this next year, the mainstream media is going to start talking about the grand solar minimum. And mm. it's going to cause massive panic throughout the planet because everyone's going to realize that man-made CO2 is not the reason why the Earth is getting warmer because they have to explain now why the Earth is getting fucking colder. <laughs> okay, so I have to write this down to add it to the red book. Okay, write that write that down and add, add it to our fucking red book. Okay, so 2022 M5M will talk, talk about the Grand Solar Minimum. Yep. yep. They have to, man. They can't avoid it much longer. All right. It All right. is uh, one hour into it. My uh, squirrel bladder is annoying me, and we need to take a bit of a break. So let's pick this one. This one's always fun. Drop your pants next to the bed. That's just what the woman said. Look upon her face, was mighty boy. Drop your toys and stay a while She said, come in with a smile Told her I was not that kind of boy I was just a boy of teens It was yesterday, it seems Walking down the street after a dance By the corner stood a girl With her hair all up in curls Her motion to me wasn't hard to grasp Well, she had things I'd never seen And Lord knows I was pretty green She motioned me to follow her sweet path She said, honey, come upstairs I knelt and said my prayers As I closed the door, here's what she said to me Come here, you sweet thing Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said Look upon her face, was mighty boy Drop your drawers and stay a while she said, come in with a smile, told her I was not that kind of boy. 
not what to do So I just removed my shoes After all, I didn't know her well I was nervous as could be But she smiled so patiently The room was cool but I was hot as hell Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said Look upon her face was mighty coy Drop your doors and stay a while She said calmly with a smile Told her I was not that kind of boy Morning lifted up my eyes Across my fingers gave a sigh All at once came someone to the door A voice pounded at the air I know my daughter's in there She said calmly as my bare feet hit the floor Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said Look upon the face of my boy Drop your doors and stay a while She said calmly with a smile Told her I was not that kind of boy Well I told her I was not that kind of boy Such a good tune. I like that one. Are you back? Oh, I'm all alone in the world. What am I going to do? There's nobody here but me. I guess I'll just have to carry on the show without her. She probably tried to fix her squirrel bladder, but it takes women a hell of a lot longer than men to go take a pee. I mean, after all, they got to strip halfway down before they can pee. Men, we're fortunate, man. In Minus 12 degree weather, we just hang out a teeny tiny bit, get the pee out and zip it right back up and it doesn't get all that cold if we pee fast enough. <laughs> Women, hell, they got to expose their whole bums. <laughs> Sucks to be them. <laughs> hello, hello, hello to everyone that's out there. Hey, please like the video. It might help us, man. Yeah, my typing's not that great. At any rate, I'm all alone here. Let's see what I can uh, babble on about while I wait for Amber to get back to the show. We were talking about the grand solar minimum. I had a thought while I was peeing, but I must have peed it out because it's no longer there. All right, let's see where we want to go. What to do when the shit hits the fan. This will help carry us along. Eight thing, eight items you need to bring if you need to leave in 10 minutes or less. You got 10 minutes to get the flock out the door. What are you gonna That's take with fast. you? Yeah, see, it took you forever to get here and, and after your pee. No, I've, I've been listening for a bit. I had to help the partner with figuring out, uh, figuring out the electronics. Oh, okay. Eight items you need to bring if you gotta leave in 10 minutes. And you never know, you could have to. Abandon hope at all t in 10 minutes time. One, your bug out bag that you always have packed, right? Right, right. And you know what your bug out bag <laughs> should basically be? It should basically be your day pack. Whatever you and take. And just so everyone out there is aware, you don't need more than three changes of clothes. No, you don't. You, you should have up to six pairs of socks, but no more than cha uh, three changes of clothes. Socks. Six socks, six panties. Yeah. 
So you want those because you want to have a chance to wash your socks. But socks are yeah. very, very important. So you want to have socks. But the other change of clothes, jeans, shirts, undershirt, whatever. Yeah, three changes will be fine. Your bug out bag. So you want that. Whatever you put in it. I think we covered bug out bags in one show. I don't remember when. We've covered bug out bags in a few shows now. Water. You definitely want to have water. And uh, here on the island, you only really need about six to eight hours of water here on the island because, well, we even in the summer, there's water within two hours of walking anywhere on this island. Or just dig. Or just dig, yeah. Here on the island, we're good. Yeah. But in some places, you might need water for upwards of uh, two, three days. So you got to judge that by where you live. Food. There's also... There's also another aspect too. Um, if you don't have the ability to carry water, make sure you have water cleansing things like yes. the sterilizing tabs. Well, even here on the island, you should always have purification tablets because not all the water is immediately safe to drink on this island. It's still something to keep in mind. Yes. Food, you want to have food, emergency rations. Um, one of the things I carry in all my backpacks is these emergency ration bars you can get. I haven't got around to making my own, but one emergency ration bar contains 5,000 calories. And they're very uh, light. Cliff bars are great ones. Cliff bars, anything that is very high caloric intake. Now, you got to read the prepackaged stuff to see the ingredients because some of those, their calories are pure carbs and sugar. Yeah. Which is great for you but it's not sustaining energy the the emergency bars i carry are actually sustaining energy you might look into making your own weapons you want your weapons depending on what weapons you actually own you want to have them at the minimum you need your knives yeah always have your knives I like this line here. If you have 50 guns and you're bugging out on foot, you won't be taking them all. You No, so figure out which one is your favorite. Figure out the two that are your favorite. Your favorite, your two <laughs> favorites will be your best rifle and your best pistol. Because you're only going to be able to carry a pistol because you can strap it to your hip and a rifle because rifles encumber your hands, your shoulders, whatever. Rifles are a bit of a pain to carry around. They really are. If you can, just put it in your bag. <laughs> uh, not a rifle. You can strap it to something. No? My, my backpacks have special strap holders for, for my rifles. My, mine are hunting backpacks that are designed for carrying my rifle. But a rifle is not easily stuffed into a bag. It kind of. I figured you could put like the hilt into the bag and just have the nose stick it out yeah. the top. Yeah, you could do that if your bag is deep enough. But you do want to you do want to do that. But you want you need to have your rifle easily available to you you know because if you're, uh, yeah that's true if you're bugging out that might be your main source of protection and so you need it pretty much right well, there if you, have, if you have a secondary smaller gun on you that could be a source of protection for a pistol if you've learned how to draw it but what i've discovered with a pistol and a holster and a backpack is they kind of get in the way of each other oh you know, because you got this strap on the on the backpack, your holster for your pistols right there on your hip too. It's like it, they kind of interfere with each other. It's really kind of awkward. Maybe that's why there's always a 
pistol holster on the upper thigh that's why that's why it's on the upper thigh in the movies because it can be gotten to with a backpack on so well maybe you should look into that yeah well i should look into a a a holster (laughs) for my thigh but anyway this just tells you what you need to be prepared for cash now or medication you should have all your medications but you should also have over-the-counter medications you know Tylenol, advil um what the hell's that shit called? The um, um, ointments? Dayquil, Nyquil? No, Dayquil, Nyquil help too, but I'm talking about the antibiotic ointments you can get. The antibiotic ointments for cuts, minor cuts and bruises, or minor cuts and Polysporin. Scrapes. Polysporin, that's it. The polysporin stuff, because you want that because it, you got to remember, folks, if shit hits the fan, we've gone back to the 1800s and before for when a minor cut can turn into an infection that can kill you. So Uh, Mecca is also a fantastic thing to have on hand for burns. Yes. Anything that anything because burns cuts, they happen no matter how careful you are, they happen and you need something to protect against infection when they happen. Mm -hmm. And that's why you want to have polysporin and stuff. You want to have it stocked up. You can, that stuff lasts for years on your shelf. So you should just buy it and stock it up. Yeah, it doesn't even matter if it goes through a heat wave. It still lives. Yeah, it's still it still will be an antibacterial when you need it. Cash it's now. Sorry, that or find a bunch of booze. Cash <laughs> now. Cash is important. You but the problem with cash, you got to remember this about cash. If shit hits the fan, your fiat currency cash of whatever country you live in, be it Canada, the United States, Australia, Australia, Australia. <laughs> I, I might I might be a little inebriated. Austra- a little bit. That Aust- makes you more entertaining. Yes, I know. Australia, <laughs> um, England, wherever. Your, fur, your, your fiat ca- currency is going to be worthless within a week to two weeks after shit hits the fan. You I would got- say two weeks because the first week everyone's still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. But yeah. then it's the second week that yeah. things start becoming yeah. real. But some of the smarter or more intelligent store owners will realize your fiat currency is worthless faster and they won't sell you anything with fiat currency. Okay, just stop for a moment and think about the words you just said. Mm-hmm. How many actual business owners who exist in today's economy are actually intelligent because the only ones that have survived are the ones who are all in for all of the brainwashing and sheep following. Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll think about that one later. But anyway, <laughs> let's go back to the point here. Is your fiat Just currency going to be worthless? The cash you need to have is what's currently called junk silver or real gold and silver. That's the cash you're going to need. And junk silver is any pre-1964 coins issued in the United States and Canada. I don't know about it. Why is it called junk silver? Because it's only about 70% silver. Um, So it's called junk silver? Yeah, they call it junk silver. I don't know why. But it's Yeah, it makes no sense to me, but okay. But but for instance, a quarter in pre-1964, 64 and previous, a quarter had 25 cents of silver in it. Which makes sense, considering it was twenty-five yeah, cents. It was twenty-five cents. At twenty, and all of the coins had that amount of money of silver in them at the time. 
They were manufactured. That stopped in what, the 70s or 80s? It stopped in 1965. 64 was the last year they printed, they, they minted silver coins, both in Canada and the United States. Oh, okay. It stopped in 64. It stopped a year after they assassinated Kennedy when Kennedy was trying to take the United States back onto the silver and the silver, uh, make, print their own uh, money based on silver. After they no assassin- conspiracy there. No, there's no conspiracy there. We have no, <laughs> we have no conspiracies or coincidence. I think not. Yeah, no, we Never. have no conspiracies or coincidences <laughs> here. No, none whatsoever. It's just, it's just happenstance. It's, it's random. <laughs> it's all random. Carefully, you might choke if you keep this up. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you can't handle it. Okay, so you want cash, and the cash you want is either junk silver or gold and silver. And the gold you want, you don't want one-ounce bars of gold. You will never be able to spend them. Okay, you need your gold broken down into grams or half ounces or... Uh, you know, or quarter ounces or what grams is the best bet. Little, small, little teeny pieces of gold that you can use for stuff. And the same thing with your silver, pure silver. You don't want one ounce bars of silver because they, it's like, well, you, I've got a one ounce bar of silver. It's like, great. You want to buy the apple? I guess you can give me the whole one ounce bar of silver or no apple. But that you're right. It is too much. I would have taken a quarter from you, but you have no quarters, <laughs> so I can't make change, and that's the problem you'll run into initially. After well, a, after a while, change will be available. Well, with gold, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be easy to chip off the amount that you need, as long as you have a scale? Yeah, but then you know, yeah, you would, but not everybody's going to have scales. True, but that's something to think about. Yeah, it's like you could. It's easier to get it in in um, the amounts that you just said than it is to have it broken down. So yeah. for those of you who are planning and who are thinking about getting like the bars of gold or what have you, make sure you have a scale too. Yeah, and then just chip it off into the amounts you need and set it up so that you have the right allotments beforehand. Yeah. The other things you want just is not. documents. Okay, these documents here may or may not be important into the future, but you should always hang on to them. You want birth, marriage certificates, deeds, other financial documents, titles to your home, insurance policies, all of these sort of things. You will want them in case things start to stabilize and you can come back with your paperwork and say, yeah, this is all mine, blah, blah, blah. You might want to have stuff on USB thumb drives because you you never know, they might survive an EMP and you can use them later. Clothes, and this is the final one here, is clothes. You want to have the clothes in your bug out bag. And you need to make sure you have the clothes available for the weather, such as tonight here in the Cowichan Valley, which is minus 12 degrees. I guarantee if you don't have the right clothes out there tonight, you will not be waking up in the morning. No, you're dead. You're dead. Um, <clears throat> a side note to both those things. One, about the documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of people these days, they like a lot of companies only offer electronic versions. And for a lot of people, they just want everything emailed to them. Yeah. Make sure you print it out and have a physical copy or yeah. demand a physical copy be mailed to you. I personally have everything mailed to me as well as emailed mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. But uh, just make sure you have a physical copy because without a physical copy, you're kind of hooped. Yep. And for the clothes, if you have kids, check it every three months. You know kids grow like weeds. Yep. So 
bank on that information, bank on that knowledge, and do something about it. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Now we've got some other. I've got lots no, of other. No whiskey art- for you, Kitty. I've got all. Why not? Cat likes whiskey. Feed it whiskey. He does want my whiskey, and if I let him, he drinks it, and I don't want him having whiskey. I have no idea how to interact with his painkillers. Oh, okay. Well, if he's taking painkillers, <laughs> he can't have whiskey. Painkillers. He just had his balls taken, man. He's a major painkiller. He wants whiskey to go with it. He's like, you took my balls, woman. Give me some whiskey. You're such a mean person. You took my balls. I deserve whiskey. Oh, so he goes to knock over my water. No, fuck off. Well, that's what you get. I catch a jerk. No, no, no F keys. Get off the keyboard. (laughs) Fuck. All right. So under the SHTF section of our notes, we have articles such as if you're planning to bug in, stop doing things. Five vehicles that can handle an EMP. SHTF survivalist radio list. Now, this one I want to touch on real quick. This one here is actually kind of an interesting piece because it has radio lists of channels and other things you want to know if you're a ham radio operator. I've got to work on my ham radio stuff. I, think I would love to learn I, ham radio. I'm going it to I'm going like to so make it fun. I'm going to make it my goal this year to learn my portable ham radio and to get a proper ham radio and get my ham radio license in Canada. It's a lot like the ham radio license in the States. You got to read a lot of stuff, take some tests, and you get your license, and you got to set up some equipment. I really want to. When I was younger, I played with ham radios, but I was a big CB enthusiast, which is a couple of steps down from ham radio. You still had to be licensed, but it was a few steps down from ham radio. But this article here has a list of important frequencies. Um, that you can monitor for information such as NOAA broadcasts about weather and other reports, emergency radio frequencies for the National Guard, the Red Cross, FEMA. All of these uh, are good ones to know. Uh, Technician frequencies, general class frequencies. So you'll want all these. And the little portable hand, hand radio that I work receives all these frequencies. So, so a good thing to, to print out then. It's a good thing to print out and have because it's something you may need in an emergency, knowing what the frequencies are. I've actually already printed this one out. Quick side note. Mm-hmm. I ran into this fella with a beautiful 1950s Chevy truck that he mm-hmm. had completely revamped. Yeah. It had an amazing CB radio in there and just gorgeous truck. It purred like a kitten when he turned it on it was beautiful yeah just a quick side note oh yeah well absolutely and the thing is is that we got so many things happening out there you want to pay attention to all right so what do we got also on here we want to touch on what's the limit i like this i like the title of this you must have brought this i can't remember doing it do you bring ask a prepper stuff I do sometimes. Okay. Did you bring what's the limit of your morality in a crisis? Nope, you did. I know because I always make the sentence my link. Okay. All right. Must have been me. All right. must have forgotten. I must have forgotten. Must have been a while ago since I put this one up here. We haven't touched this segment in God knows how long, so. That's a good one to cover. I like that. Um, Most people moral code says don't steal. Mm -hmm. Help people who are in trouble. Don't rape, don't hurt. Don't shoot anyone except in self-defense. Yeah. But 
what happened? When shit hits the fan. Morals <laughs> morals change real fucking fast. Yeah. It becomes, oh, you're looking at my food? You're dead. Yeah, that's right. Pretty much. It becomes survival of the quickest and the fittest. The quickest meaning who can shoot their gun fastest. And the fittest yeah. meaning who can move the fastest and the furthest. Yeah, and it's not just, oh, you're looking at my food. It's, oh, you're looking at my daughter. You're dead now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of things that are acceptable in society today disappear real fast. Oh, I yeah. Mean, like, in in a shit hits the fan scenario, I'll bet you that every single pedophile will be hung. Hung? They'll be deballed. Tortured, shot. They'll be deballed first, hung up by their shoulders, and then a, a noose wrapped around their neck and slowly strangled, just so that they make sure that they're tortured to the maximum extent they can possibly be. Wow, you're you're so innocent and your ideas of torture it's kind of sweet yeah well all right maybe maybe feed them their their penises too oh no 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 you see you're still thinking innocently oh okay well let's hear let's hear this not so innocent piece you want to tell me i do love the fact that we're on odyssey and we don't have to worry about shit Take a glass tube, shove it up the urethra, and smash the penis with a hammer. Oh. And then feed them lots <laughs> of liquid so that they pee a lot and give them lots of liquor so that their pee is stinging. Oh, 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 God. <laughs> and then fish hooks in the balls. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Like I said, you're innocent in your idea of torture. Oh, I just, I just hadn't got that cruel yet. <laughs> But that's a, that's a good idea for all of the pedophiles, especially since they keep finding more of them. Did you hear they found another one at CNN this week? Uh, no, I didn't, but I'm not surprised. Uh, that's like the fourth one in a month. Yeah, see, the thing is, is they're not finding them. They're just deciding to wank on them. Yes, I know. It, they, they, they've existed for quite some time, but for some and reason... everybody knew. For some reason, CNN is purging their, their, their system of all of these pedophiles, these chomos. I wonder why. I wonder what's coming down the pike that's making them purge the pedos. Something is coming down. It, that's a, that is one thing that nobody... All of these other channels I watch that go on, like Tim Pool, who keeps bringing them up, that's the only reason I hear about him is because Tim Pool's in my YouTube feed. Mm-hmm. And but he keeps the oh they got another one. It's like you know it's like something's right, but you just hit the nail on the head. What's coming down the pike that CNN needs to purge him because it's not like they didn't know these people were there. They no, know. they knew. They've known for however long the people worked from within yeah. a year. They knew they were a pedophile. Yes, they know. They know this shit, but now they're now they're outing them and letting them get arrested. So what is what is coming down the pike? You got a point there. I hadn't thought about that. And of course, none of these other guys they just they just blather on about. Yeah, they've got them over here at CNN. The the um, uh, child nude network is what they're calling it now. The child nude network. Um, but they they just go on about this shit, but they don't think about the why. Yeah, well, the, that that's the, the first thing I always think about why, is why. The why is always more interesting. It's like, why are they suddenly doing this? 
what's happening? Something's about to burst and something's about to burst big time and somebody up at the top who is also probably a pedophile needs mm. to distance himself and bury everything they need, everything that allows them to be connected. They need to bury it. So they need to toss out a few crumbs for the plebes to feed on. Now that's another aspect. If they are tossing out the pedos, what are they hiding that's even worse? Yeah, well, they, you know they're hiding something worse when they to start tossing out the pedos in an organization. But that's the question. What's worse than the pedo? Um, the What's worse than a goof? In my opinion, there is nothing worse than a goof. Um, the chomos? What's worse than the chomos is the elites that uh, eat their adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. Yeah, but they're also pedos. Yes, but they're pedos, but they're worse than pedos because they're not just pedos, they they sacrifice them. And maybe they're fearful that somebody's getting close to exposing them that has enough knowledge. Maybe maybe Vertelis, uh, what's that? Vert, Vert, uh, that? That one news organization. See, this is a topic that you need to talk about with Sean because this is one of his passionate topics. Yeah, well, then one time he can come on the fucking show with us and get it all yeah, out Yeah, I'll there. kick him on soon. All right. So, well, let's, that, that was a good sideline there. We've gone <laughs> off that one. And you know what was missing was we had five people watching, and they missed all that really good stuff. We had five people watching for over half an hour. Really? Oh, and they missed the good shit. They missed the good shit. They, they abandoned us before we get to some of the really good shit. Well, that's their own damn fault. Yeah, well, sucks to be them. All right, let's wander into some of the other things. The limit, okay, we did the home defense, eight things that will kill your EMP plan, how to make gunpowder. Okay, this one here, this will be the last one we cover. There's a few others in here, but this will be the last one that we cover. It turns out it's really fucking easy to make your own homemade gunpowder. You went over this last week. Did I? Yeah. Okay, well. You were talking about how how two of these things are are really easy for you to get. The other one is within walking distance from you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I remember. You're right. I did cover this one. I must have felt it was very important. Well, we'll feel it's important again. Make your own gunpowder. You need potassium nitrate, 75%. <laughs> you need 15% charcoal and 10% sulfur. The potassium nitrate. gunpowder. Yeah, I do love gunpowder. I like blowing <laughs> shit up. I've always liked blowing shit You like chemistry. Shit Yes, well, I, I did. I, I used to love chemistry as a kid. I actually, I actually, there was an experiment they used to let kids oh do in eighth grade. And it was mm -hmm. so much fun, but they, I, I don't think they let them do it anymore. Could be my fault for all I know. But it's, you took, you took hydrochloric acid and I can't remember the stones we used to use. There were these little stones. You used to put these little stones in test tubes and you used to put hydrochloric acid in it and it used to fuzz. It used to fizz up and foam over. It was really kind of cool. Well, uh, in my mind, I looked at the test tube. I had these cork. We had these corks that fit perfectly over the test tubes and sealed them really well. And I yeah. thought, what happens if you stuff this cork <laughs> over the test tube right after you pour the hydrochloric acid in? Well, what happened the first time I did it is it blew the cork off and it was really cool. It shot it across the room. So I thought, well, I need a further shot than that. Let's really cram that cork on. Oh well, dear. That's exactly what I did. 
I crammed that cork <laughs> on, and it was fuzzing and fuzzing and fuzzing. Didn't blow a cork. Well, it suddenly blew the whole entire test tube apart in my hands, <laughs> spreading hydrochloric acid and everything all over my face. And so I had to rush to the emergency sink to wash my face <laughs> off. So. Yeah, I'm sure you weren't the first or the last boy to do that. No, no, I probably wasn't. But it's just like it was. It was just uh, nobody else in the or class. Tomboy. Nobody else in the class thought of it but me that time. So it was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool the first time when it blew the cork across the room, and everybody thought it was cool. So I thought, yeah, let's stuff it on a little tighter. Maybe it'll blow up further. Well, I didn't think about the fact that it would blow the test tube apart. No, you don't have ADHD. No. Not at all. <laughs> Not in the least. <laughs> no, I don't suffer from that. But it was fun. <laughs> These are the fun things I used to do. What can I say? That was when they used to really let you experiment in school and think for yourself. And then they learned their lesson. Well, <laughs> I don't know if they learned their lesson so much as whatever. All right, so that's gunpowder. And the biggest thing here was, of course, gunpowder was the potassium nitrate is basically a saltpeter, which you can make by peeing on your compost pile. And the... At least boys can. Well, girls can, too. It's just a little harder for them. The charcoal, set something on fire and collect the charcoal. The sulfur, well, you got to find a source of sulfur in nature. You can't create sulfur. All right. Did you know there's actually hot springs here um, on the island? Yes, I've heard about them. They are a day-long walk in, mm. but apparently uh, the hot springs are absolutely wonderful. I haven't been to a hot spring in years. Where are they located but, at? Uh, I, thought they, I thought they were located up at... Um, um, way up by island by um, Courtney somewhere the closest parking is a day's walk away you have to walk in for a day no there's some hot springs up in uh, Parksville Courtney that are in a resort yeah but you have to pay for those I'm talking yeah. about ones you can go to and be free oh, to go to oh those ones those ones are up at uh, Mount Washington no, there's some here on the island, further yeah. up island. Well, Mount and Washington, you can Mount go Washington, there Mount just a day's walk in. Mount Washington's up island, in case you're not aware. Oh, okay. We have a mountain on Vancouver Island named Mount Washington, which is our ski resort here. And no, I didn't realize that. For oh. some reason, I always thought Mount Washington was in Washington. In Washington. No, well, there is a Mount Washington in Washington, too. But just like there's a Vancouver in Vancouver, in Vancouver, Washington, we have a Vancouver here in Canada, too. It's like, but... Mount what the Washington, hell is up with the, with the name Washington? I don't know. But... What the hell? <laughs> we, we have a Mount Washington here, which is our major ski resort on this island. And just off of Mount Washington into the glacier field, which is there all year, there is a hot springs. I've heard about it. I've never looked it up. All right. So where is this hot spring you're talking about? I don't remember exactly. I just remember it's up island. According to the map, it told me it was about uh, a day to two days drive. Okay, so and if it's two days, it was if it's about two, days walking. If it's two days drive, it's way further up island. Yeah, it's really far up island. Like okay. my goal is to make it all the way up to Winter Bay, which is all the way on the north tip of the island. Yeah, I haven't been to the northern tip of the island. I got to. I really want to go. I want to see what it's like. I got to make probably a no different than here, but I still want to no. go. 
Well, it's always nice. You gotta remember, this island is so big, you could spend your entire life just exploring this island. I know. I really want to go to up, up, way up island, like way up north, and I want to see what's there, but I haven't, I haven't had the time yet. And the times that I have had the time, I didn't have the energy. Yep. All right, let's see what we got here. No, none of this, none of this works. Oh, this I will is... be right back. I just need to go grab some ice. Be right back. Promise. Okay, well, I got to go do something too. So let's take another short break. I'll cut this song short when I come back. All right. cut that one off. I just had to let it play. Fair enough. It's a good song. All right. All right. I think it is time for us to go into the Great Reset. Signs of the Great Reset. Build back better. Sounds good. 
we're not going to play the full three minutes of that, but <laughs> I appreciate have, that. Gotta have. I like that song. That's such a good tune. You know, it's it's kind of cool. That's because you don't have memories of your teenage cousin torturing you with Backstreet Boys for <laughs> months on end. I guess that would be a problem. I really do have nightmares of it. I mean, I love my cousin. Yes, I already wrong. said that. I don't give a shit, Twitter. Post it again. It loves you. Yeah. It just wants to make sure that it's doing exactly what you want because yes. you are its master. Tweet. Until it gets pissed off at you. Oh, well, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm going to change three words on it and see if it'll tweet it this time. Oh, probably. Absolutely. It tweeted it again. <laughs> Fucking Twitter. I'm trying to tell so, people it exists. Yes, I said it once. I'll keep saying it until people show up here and <laughs> see what the hell we're doing. Do we have anybody yet? Well, we're back down to just, you know, two of us, you know, so. Ah. Uh. But we, for a while there, we were up to five. We had, that means we had, we, we had three additional what? people watching us for a little while. What were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. Mm -hmm. What is the economic collapse blog talking about? Two or more statues at an unheadquarters in New York? You haven't been paying attention to the shit I've been reading from uh, Revelations. Well, I have, but I don't understand what this is about. Like, when I listen to you read Revelations, I have an issue turning it into something both clean and modern day. Because mm -hmm. most of what you read just sounds dirty to me, I'll be honest. Well, it, it sounds like a dirty old man talking about his fantasies. That's well, a lot of what you read. Could be, but... But it could also just be that this, my mind is this dirty is, and twisted. This is one of the statues that was currently recently released in front of the UN. And that it looks is, like a Roman statue. It is perfectly described in the book of Revelations. Okay. Really? There's another one that they released. When we were talking about the lion head, dragon wings, fangs, everything else, this one was just put out. That's not the, dragon wings, though. That is bird wings. No, it's dragon. It's a proper griffin. Yeah, well, it's dragon, griffin, same thing. Anyway, this was perfectly described in chapter 13 to represent the Antichrist. Okay. Recently unveiled at the UN. Hmm. So, it's a very interesting article. Definitely worth reading. Mm-hmm. Talks. See, about for me, I'm not a Bible person, so I need I need people to break it down and explain things to me, which is exactly yeah. what this article seems to do. Problem one, when and I, I think a lot of people today need someone else to break it down into modern day language for them. I guess I gotta go digging in and start to make it a little clearer. Because the problem is, I was a Bible person when I was younger. Yeah. I spent Which so means that it's still up there in your brain meat. I spent so much time going to churches between the ages of 8 and 14. Nobody would take me. I took myself because I needed to know that knowledge for some reason. Hmm. I would take that's myself. like my older daughter. She's taken herself to church quite a few times over her life. Well, that's the whole thing. Nobody would take me, so I took myself. My mom wouldn't take me. My dad wouldn't take me. But And I said, can I go? And I said, help yourself. It's like, okay. Yep. So, 
That's what I've told her. Is like, if you want to go, go for it. And enjoy. Like, enjoy. And I did. And what was interesting, over my life, I have been baptized in virtually every religion. You know, I was thinking about it, and I've been baptized in three different religions myself. Mm-hmm. Four, actually. I've been baptized in four religions. So I walk your, I walk the same path as you more than I realized. Mm-hmm. Yep. Entertaining. And I'm a Mormon, <laughs> and I'm a priest, in, and I'm a priest in the Mormon priesthood. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever get that far. I just don't have the oomph. You don't have the balls. Literally. They don't allow. They don't allow female priests. Nope. I wonder if they allow transgenders these days. That would be interesting. Nope, not yet. When they or allow. Do they allow transgenders who have balls? No. When no. When they when they allow that to happen. They're broken. They're, they're broken. It's enough that they allowed blacks into the Mormon religion. Fair enough. But I mean, it would be interesting to see because what if they don't know that it's a transgender? Well, is the person then disowned if it's ever found out? Oh, absolutely. It would be. Interesting. But how can you disown somebody if you've already accepted them? Excommunication. Yeah, but how could you excommunicate them when you've already accepted them and they've broken no rules? They broke a rule because if they were a female transgender to a male to become a priest, that makes them excommunicational because they're not a male. I don't care. Technically technically speaking, they are a physical male once they enter into the priesthood. No, they're not. If they got balls in a dig, they are a physical male. No, they're not. If they present it as a male and appear a male, they don't actually say, drop your drawers and let me see your penis and balls. Because there's no fucking transgendered woman to to male that could present balls. She can't present balls. She will not have balls. She might have a pole they built for her, but there's no fucking balls. No, they get balls. They, they can't create balls out of fucking nothing. They yes, they can. They can easily create. They they can create balls out of nothing in the sense that they fill it with silicone balls and they yeah. give it a sack. Yeah. Well, whatever. At any rate, if it's discovered, it's interesting. If it's discovered, I'm willing to bet they'd be excommunicated immediately. But that just leads me to wonder if they don't demand that you drop your drawers and show off that you're a man, then I wonder how many women have become priests over the years because they were themselves actual transgenders, not this new age band. Then, then, then nobody knows because there's a possibility oh. that some could have passed off and pulled that off and become full and been, been proper transgendered and not wanted the world to know they were female before and they wanted to be a male and they present themselves but those people there you would never know they would be treated as men and such until the point where they tried to get some woman pregnant and couldn't get them pregnant are you kidding me back in the day transgenders found ways to make shit work they They really did because they had to and also proper transgenders are fucking brilliant steal some man's sperm and make sure he has sex with some woman and inject the sperm within uh, no no turkey base to require just friendship and honesty Hmm. okay (laughs) whatever at any rate I know these things yes All right. All right, we've got a couple other Build Back Better things here. Hong Kong demolishes Tiananmen Square statue. Now, this is kind of an old one. 
It is and it isn't. I mean, I I brought this in a while ago, but at the same time, um, they're not demolishing just the square. They're demolishing the statue, which has been moved. Like, this was reported on December 27th. Mm, they aren't just demolishing the statues and removing it. They are cutting it apart into tiny little pieces and then moving it out under the cover of darkness. Mm. Well, you know, they gotta, and, they got to bury... China's got to bury anything about t- uh, Tiananmen Square. Tiananmen Square just keeps haunting them yeah but something that I found find very interesting about this is everyone all over is going oh my god the commies they're erasing history and it's like whoa stop look at what has been going on here for the last seven years minimum they've been erasing history here but oh don't worry yeah. worry, about, worry about the commies erasing history don't worry about here nothing to see and that is why, that is the main reason I brought this article. It's like, what are you guys going on about? Yeah, they're destroying a statue, but look at what we're doing here in the West. We're changing yeah. school names, changing road names, destroying statues. We've destroyed like a hundred statues at least, and they're destroying one statue. Yeah. Why are you guys freaking out about the so-called commies? Which, yeah, they're probably commies. I don't mm-hmm. actually know. I can't say for sure. I haven't done a full mm-hmm. study of it. But, yeah. yeah, they're destroying one statue. How many statues have we destroyed in the last seven years? Oh, shitloads. They're, they're destroying... I say seven de- years because I've only really been paying attention to the mm-hmm. destruction of our history for the last seven years. All right, let's go on to the Arizona mom who let her kids play at a park and went grocery shopping. Oh, this thing is... This is one of those things that really bothers me. It is one of my passion topics. Yeah. So what happened here is the mom left her kids at a park where family friends were so that she could go to the grocery store because the grocery store says don't bring your family if you go grocery shopping mm-hmm. only bring one like only allow one of your family members to go grocery shopping if you can help it. Yeah. Well, there was family friends about, there were people she knew, she left the kids at the park. And then she came back because one of her friends had called her saying that social services had been called, so she showed up right away. And social services took her kids. Yeah. I know that in BC, you aren't allowed to leave your children unattended, not even in your own backyard until they are 10, mm-hmm. which is stupid, Yeah. but that is the law. So they probably have something similar in Arizona, but you know, I'm really not surprised to be reading something like this because social services, while it was started with good intentions, has become nothing more than the absolute tool to control the population. It is the government tool to control parents because parents are always in fear of not having direct (coughs) presence and control over their children. And yeah. they have turned it into a tool to keep parents under control, which is probably one of the reasons why fewer and fewer people are having kids these days because they're so fearful of what could happen. Oh, yeah, because more and more kids are growing up in the system. Yeah, um, because all, you, all, the they, system, all the parents you do get is... Fucked up. Uh, well, every time a kid goes into the system, they get fucked up and abused and turn into these fucking nightmare teachers. We got a shitload of these list of nightmare teachers we have now. The ones oh, that yeah. are the ones that are teaching your kids to be transgendered and question their sexuality and everything else. You know, it's like it's a but, nightmare. 
this article, while extraordinarily depressing, is it's been going on for a, for a while now. Oh, it's been going on for um, a decade, decade or more. I've seen it happen for more than a decade now. I meant this particular case. Oh. And um, this particular case has been going on for a wee bit, but not too long. Like uh, right here, they write about. Jessica's case is reminiscent of a 2014 case in which a state of South Carolina took custody of a nine-year-old girl after her mother let her play in a nearby park while she was at work. Yeah. And it's like, you know, once upon a time, letting your kids be at the park while you went to work or went to the grocery store was the good thing to do. Why? Because the park is enclosed and there's usually people around who you know and who you can trust. It was also the normal thing to do. Yeah. You know, it's like I still, you know, I'm probably guilty of it massively with my with my with you and my boys. It's like go outside and play. Leave me the fuck alone. Go do whatever you want to do. And all I can think of that, please, you know, use your brains that I gave you and educated you on to not play in traffic. You know. You know, but it's like you, kids got to go out and be play play have their risks learn the, their limits and everything else and but nowadays they don't get to do that which is why we have scared people who are petrified of this horrible everybody was you know they're they're so petrified of this because they just they haven't been taught to think no they haven't They've never had the problem solved. They've always had the problems solved for them. That's right. They, they've had their parents in their way bulldozing. I remember when it was helicopter parents, and then it became bulldozer parents. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. I thought we'd get better after the helicopters, but no. no. It, just, it went from helicopters to bulldozers. It it's went kind from of creepy. Helicopters to bulldozers. So so much so the parents were always overseeing, and, and then all of a sudden these kids start going to college, and the parents were in there arguing with the instructors about what their kids should be doing in college. It's like, you, you know your kid's an adult now, and it's their job to argue with their professor if they have a problem, not your job as the parent. Are you ever going to let your fucking kids grow up and be adults no you know i had a disturbing moment when i was uh doing my trades course mm -hmm. uh i can't remember i think it was for welding yeah i can't remember if it was for welding or automotive though but i was talking with the lady who is there to help me with my um resume to help me figure out how to put my courses and everything into my resume to make mm -hmm. me more hireable yeah and she took a look at my resume and she said she was so impressed she's going to be using it as an example for future students which is really cool mm -hmm. but she looked at me she said did you have any help from your parents and I said no no <laughs> I, I didn't have any help from my parents and she's like okay this is really cool I usually usually people your age especially women your age you usually have their parents in here and their parents are talking for them and <laughs> I just I, I kept a very you know neutral face and then how, she caught how, herself. She's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to speak out here. I'm like, oh, no worries. How I've did this before? How how did you not fucking burst out laughing? Uh, because I knew she needed to vent, and I'm very good at peopling when I have to be professionally. <laughs> Because it's like, you're a parent, yeah, you, you're, your dad who is, I, I'm always there to support you, 
but I'm not going to fucking write your resume for you. I'll give you answers to questions to the best of my ability, but you still have to fucking do it yourself. You're a goddamn grown up. Uh, Daddy, I love you, but you suck at writing and spelling. I've been correcting your writings since uh, I was 12. Well, somebody had to. <laughs> you know, could be worse. You, you could have been my editor at the college newspaper. I was your editor for a while, remember? Well, no, I don't remember you editing my newspaper. Oh, yeah, when you got me to start uh, delivering for you, mm. I noticed one of your articles up one time, and I went through and I fixed it so it wasn't a Christmas tree anymore, and you said if I'm interested, I could do it regularly, and I did it for like a whole three weeks, which is forever when you're 12. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so All I right. for a little while. Let's go wander into, <laughs> you're white, you're evil, just listen to this cult tell you. Oh, yes, this is interesting. <clears throat> so this is a really creepy video when it fucking loads. if it ever loads <laughs> oh, it'll load eventually <laughs> pause that make it stop yes i'm still alive go away <laughs> There you go. That'll help that thing load faster. No, it doesn't help it at all. It does help because I say it helps. It helps. No, whatever you want to fucking believe. <laughs> believe whatever you want to believe. I always believe that because it works for me. Obviously. Yeah, well. If yeah. it doesn't work for you, you're just not pretty enough. Yeah. This is a cult. <laughs> this is critical race theory. There we go. Now it's loading. It's thinking. It's still thinking. It's getting closer. There you go. You might want to let it load some more, though. That's flat. Let it buffer. It's buffering. Isn't that creepy? Just the first vision there? Uh huh. We're lucky. Something white. Ubi. We're lucky to be white. It's not luck, it's privilege. We're privileged that people see us. Not a color. Oh, Privilege that we don't get stared at when we walk into the room. Privilege that we don't get followed by security when we go shopping. Or pulled over when we're in the wrong neighborhood. We're privileged because society was set up for us and our silence. All right, I've heard enough. They're so full of shit. Oh, no, no, you got to finish it. Oh, all right. Let's you got to finish it. You must suffer. Keeps it in place. We're privileged, and that's unfair. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're so full of shit because let's drop them into Africa, India, China, Japan, and they'll find out how fucking privileged their white ass is. Dude, they don't have to go that far. They just need to go to Delaware, USA. Okay, black community. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I was one of three white kids in Delaware. And I tell you what, man. But they... Race, they, they, uh, they, racism exists towards white people. It totally does. Racism exists towards everybody because humans, we are set up to like... The people who look like us. The problem is, is whites in particular, white people, we have a fucking conscience problem. Whereas other races mm -hmm. don't have a conscience problem. White people have a conscience problem. We seem to see think we should feel guilty 
for putting our race above everybody else's. I don't know where that occurred from. It comes from the fucking English. The English started this shit. It's the English's no. fault. No, it, it maybe is the Eng English started it, but yeah. I don't think it's. It is we the Eng white people have a conscience issue. I think it is the powers that be have decreed that we have a conscience issue no, because no. somehow. No, no, it's not the powers that be. The powers that be. What the hell is going on that ad? It looks like somebody's panted bum hanging over a sharp thing, yeah, and the well, sharp thing going in. Well, what you, the hell is that? It's an it's a sexual ad to excite people. You do on if you pay attention to oh, most I advertising. I'm really distracted there. Most advertising does exactly what you just pointed out. Sex sells, even even illusionary sex. Anyway, um, it's disturbing. Yes, I understand that. Um, I like the Bitdefender ad more. Well, so much for my fucking point that I was making. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so uh, I don't think that it is uh, specifically white people that no, have a conscience issue. I not, think it's the powers that be are not, decreeing no, that we do it no, for some reason or another. No, the powers that be are just using that as a way to break society down into further and further things because they realize that in the late 80s all the way through the 90s a lot of racism problems were being solved and the different yeah they vanished by the mid 90s by the mid 90s to the early 2000s all the different races were slowly starting to work together without much problem there was always there's always going to be problems but they were less about racism and they were all about what kind of person personality are you, what is your skill set who are you and everything else and if you notice it suddenly changed around 2005 and the news media changed in 2005 and started pointing mm -hmm. out racism and creating racism and creating the segregation and they ramped it up through the 2010s and then they fucking hammered it to the wall from the time Trump was elected. They fucking pound and and there's several people that have done stuff on this and but they hammered it and they pounded it. The problem was is that humans were starting to realize it's not what you look like, it's the character you are. Well, it's not just the character, personality. It's a personality, your character, and your intelligence, and your ability to do something. Doesn't personality encompass all those? No, personality doesn't. You can be a really oh. asshole and still be a highly intelligent person that is very capable. Okay? That is true. People just have to figure out how to get past the asshole, which is why assholes used to do a lot of shit because they were the most intelligent, most capable people. Like you. Yes, well, I'm not totally an <laughs> asshole. I'm only partially an asshole, especially when I'm <laughs> drinking. So, at any rate, it was starting to get that way, but suddenly they needed to make white people the scapegoat and then they needed to segregate you notice they've broken it down it's not just white people now it's black people and even a black people are segregated out then there's the indians they've been segregated out then there's the immigrants of various nations are segregated out and every they want everybody segregated because when everybody breaks down into their tribes they argue with each other and they don't fucking pay attention to what the elites are doing that is true. And in the 90s, none of us were paying attention to each other. We were all paying attention to the elites. That's right. 
like even the 90s i was only 12 mm-hmm. like in my early teens and even i was aware of the elite's existence because yeah. it didn't matter what the skin color was around me we were too busy paying attention to the more important things yeah that's what happened we started paying attention to the important shit and the elites went you know we can't have this shit we need yeah, to fucking fix this. Sense. We need to fix this. We own the media. Let's make the media tell them what we need them to know or we need them to do. And that's what they've done. And that's where we're at right now. All right. Let's close out this segment here with crypto is no longer anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> Got to say it really slow right now. Anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> You don't want to look at LA Police Chief compares LA to the movie Perch? Oh, I didn't see that one. (laughs) Well, uh, well, let's let's bump that before we go to the full anonymous cryptocurrency. Yeah. All right, let's get it to load. It's really upset. I've got so much shit loading right now. (laughs) Well, there's a few of them. Yeah, uh, the LA Police can police chief compares L.A. to the movie Purge, only with 365 days to do whatever the hell they want instead of one day. Hmm. Essentially, the police chief is just telling everyone to stay the hell away from L.A. Oh, yeah. And this, in my opinion, is our future all over. Yes, well, it's it's L.A., it's Portland, it's San Francisco, it's Chicago, it's New York, Mm -hmm. all of the major blue cities. Yeah. Every blue city in the United States looks like this, without exception. Yeah. There is no exceptions to this, and every time you find the shittiest, most crime-ridden cities in the United States, they are run by Democrats, and they have been run by Democrats for at least 20 years. For a couple generations at least, yeah. 20 years. That's not. That's almost two generations. One generation is 20 years. Oh, I thought that a generation was only considered 10 years because within 10 years, the next generation comes up. No, 20 years is one generation. Oh, good to know. If you, if you look up the way they have generations set up, they're about 20 years apart. Sometimes it's 18, sometimes it's 20. It's between 18 and 20 years is every generation. You know... And it encompasses all the people born in those 18 to 20 years. But yeah, LA is LA was LA was getting to be a shithole when I left California. It was still okay, but the last time I visited LA was in 2006, and hmm. I was not overly comfortable being there. I was okay with it, but I could just sense the shithole it was becoming. The one and only time I've been in LA was during a 12-hour, um, a 12-hour flight layover. Mm. And then you were and only. That was in, interesting. Then you were only in LAX at the time. Yeah, but it was so interesting. Like there was this smokers room where they had this laser door that kept in all the smoke, but you could walk through it. Mm. I've never seen that again or heard of it ever again. But it was really cool. Well, that's because they needed to completely alienate smokers instead of having technology that would allow smokers to be smokers. Yeah, but isn't that just a cool idea, having a laser door? It is a cool idea, having a laser door. It is a cool idea. All right, well, yes, and I bet it is a lot like The Purge, and it's probably even worse since you put this article in here for this look at, because it's been a 
for weeks since we've been in here. It's been a messed up kind of year. And in places like L.A., Mm. it has just, wow, shit bomb has exploded. Well, the burning, looting murderers uh, went fucking nuts hard in L.A. You got to remember what they did in the beginning of December. You know, they started fucking looting the stuff on Rodeo Drive. You know, (laughs) and the elite sections of town, the people were starting to loot, which had never occurred before. My cat escaped his cone of shame. Oh, I'm thinking, what the hell is that noise in the background? You backed out of it. The child is laughing maniacally and holding the cat, who is very pleased with himself because he got out of his cone of shame. I don't know. He's a lot smarter than you think he is. Give him some whiskey. Oh, no, I've known that this cat is smart. I'm surprised it took him three days to figure it out. Give him some whiskey. He deserves it. I'm not giving the cat whiskey. (laughs) He deserves it after figuring out how to get out of his cone of shame. Give him some whiskey. you know what? He's just pretty pleased to be able to clean himself. So. Oh, fuck Here, Ivy, getting... I put you in charge of this. When he... Give... I do suck. I can't Give... put it on him. Give us some whiskey. Figure it out. Give us some whiskey. He deserves whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, the kid already ran off with them. She's probably going to give him, like, multiple treats instead. He'll appreciate that Let's close this section out with crypto eliminates having to deal with banks and other intermediaries, not to mention avoids prying eyes of the state. Yeah, the new infrastructure law kind of gets rid of that. Well, the big thing that people don't realize is crypto has never been private. If you're using Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other non-privacy coins, you need to be using Monero or or, or... pirate chain true privacy coins to be anonymous and the problem Which is, is not the easiest thing to come across they're not the easiest thing I, I have been trying for six months to figure out how to set up my accounts on this shit and it's like i really want cryptocurrency but for some reason my brain is evading setting it up and i don't know why my brain is evading getting it set up I really you know, my brain has been evading even learning about it. I've actually brought in my partner and been like, okay, you're interested in this, figure it out for me. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I can't, it's like, I've never had problems figuring out new technology before. And for some reason, this one is evading me and I don't know why. It's almost, yeah, I've had the same issue. I wonder what that means. It's almost like something in my psyche is saying, don't do it. Don't do it. It's like I've and sat, often, I've sat down for like three and four hours trying to get it all organized and set up, but for some reason I'm looking at it, it's like it's not making sense to me. Usually, when that happens, I find there's a really good reason for it. So I wonder mm. what the reason is behind this, because you're not the only person I've heard say that. I've heard quite a few people who are major into tech talk about that issue where they just they can't, they can't figure it out or for whatever reason they just can't no, do I, it. I don't know. There's something there. But I do know that Bitcoin and others have never been private. People think it's been private, but the problem is is when you purchase something with with Bitcoin, it's 100% trackable all the way back oh, yeah. to, all the way back to your wallet. Yep. You know, and when they the 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 thing that made it private was that your wallet could be private, but even your wallet can be compromised as to who owns it, and that's the problem with all the cryptocurrencies is they've all been trackable all the way back to the wallet that initially used the coin. I mean, there are ways to make it private, but it takes quite yeah. the know-how and yeah. lots of bouncing around. It takes a 
lot more work than I think most people are willing to put into it. So at any but rate, at the same time, you can do that with any kind of money. You can just bounce it around a shitload, and all of a sudden, it's private. You know what's truly private? Hmm. Cash. Cash, gold, and silver. Yeah. Those are the only actual private things out there. Those are 100% untraceable unless the person you bought it to tells on you. Even then, you can't prove it. Yeah, even then, they can say, oh, so, 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 I took their money. And they come to you and say, I have no idea what they're talking about. Exactly. It's like, it's like, and they have no, they have nothing to trace it to except for one other person's viewpoint. So yeah, the only thing that's truly untraceable is cash, gold, and silver. And I've listened to a few people on this cash, gold, and silver thing. And there's one guy I watched to, uh, I can't remember his name now. What is it? He's probably popped in my, he's, he's in my Twitter feed all the, or my YouTube crack all, YouTube feed all the goddamn time. Let's see. Uh, come on, load, you stupid thing. Why are you taking so much goddamn time to load? You know, I saw a YouTube fella who, he took supposedly a newer quarter and he heated up a whole bunch and then smacked it so that the bottom half would fall off. Mm -hmm. And apparently there's a chip in there. Uh, I, I found that interesting, yeah. an interesting idea, but it also looked... You have to send it me... It, it looked pretty set up. It was probably set up. You'd have to send that to me. And I don't think there's chips in quarters yet. They've claimed there's chips in dollar bills and other things yet, but I don't know. Oh, anyway, there's I definitely chips in, in a couple of cards we get, like in our healthcare card. Oh, you there's, can see the chip if you hold a flashlight up to there's it. There's chips in those. I knew that. There's chips in your fucking dollar or in your driver's license. They put, oh, yeah. There's chips in your credit cards, which is why I have a Faraday cage wallet. Makes sense. My wallet is a Faraday cage. No, no signal can enter or exit all the cards in my wallet. I bought one of those like five years ago. And I didn't buy them for any, I bought them for the main reason. I knew the chips were coming and I knew that people could scan my wallet and steal my credit card information. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I bought them. But the, they've come to be even more of a benefit as we've gone more and more into it. But yeah, you should have just a Faraday cage wallet, which isn't that hard to do. You could actually take a regular wallet, put aluminum foil on either side of the cards, and now you have a Faraday cage wallet. It's not. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that because I can't afford a proper Faraday cage yeah. wallet. Well, it wasn't that expensive for me. It was like 15 bucks. They're not really expensive. You just got to find someone. It wasn't somewhere. expensive for you. You bought it five years ago. Do you have any idea how much Faraday has become a fad? No, no. It's become a fad, man. Along with silver-lined clothing and any EMF blockage yeah, items. That's true. It's all become a fad and it's crazy expensive now. Oh, yeah, that's true. We got that problem there. All right, let's wander in to the emergence of the Great Reset. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. Your government thanks you for your participation. Oh, God, pet claws are sharp. <laughs> All right. Sorry, didn't mean to wreck your some entry of, thing some there, of the, but some my of the, goodness. Uh, it's no big deal. It was actually quite entertaining. Some of these articles are a little old because they've been in here a while. The yep. U.S. is trying to provoke Russia. 
know? I thought it was Provoke Russia. <sighs> Fuck you. It's because of my spelling. You should have <laughs> just corrected my spelling and been happy with it. But I don't bother correcting your spelling. Not since I was 12. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, this is an older article. I still think the U.S. is still trying to provoke Russia. Because they're going... I agree in, with that. They're going into... They're, they're moving shit into... The fuck is that country that they... Ukraine. That's it. Ukraine. The U.S. is moving shit into Ukraine. The Russia wants Ukraine. It's like, this all happened at the beginning of December. And I am still a little fearful that the United States is provoking Russia. But what they don't realize... I, well, they realize it. But I don't think the rest of the population realizes. Is Russia and China have signed... They kick our ass? Well, no, they've signed a non-aggression pact and a pact to back up each other's ass in mm. war. So if Russia's attacked, China joins in. If China's attacked, Russia joins in. If China attacks the United States, Russia joins in with China to kick the United States' ass. The United States so like is, I said, they can kick our ass. The United States is basically fucked, which makes Canada fucked because we're signed into the United States, along with Australia and England. And of course, United States, England, Canada, and Australia have emasculated their fucking militaries to the point where there's not enough testosterone in all the militaries of all five countries to fucking fill a thimble. You don't have to give up everything you love. And Unfortunately, that is true. And and Russia, it's like, I still love the thing. I think we brought it to, I think I brought it to one show. The difference between American military recruitment videos, advertisements, and the Russian one. <laughs> Yeah, you and I both brought it. You brought a better video than me yeah. because mine was in Russian, yours was in English. Yes, it was so fucking, it's like you've got the emasculated Americans talking about their gender normality and their feminist stuff. And you got these Russian ones where these big fucking badass testosterone. We didn't even have emasculated men talking in the American one. It was a woman. One woman who was raised by lesbian mothers. Yes, I know. I know. That made it even worse. But you got the Russian one where you've got these fucking big ass fucking dudes showing off exactly what a military should be. And you And knew. that was not an easy thing to follow. Yeah, well you knew who was going to win in a fucking yeah. war. Without even fucking question. Oh, yeah. You knew who was going to fucking win. All right, let's bring this one. Dead pilots, vaccine tyranny, and the exopolitical artificial intelligence origins behind the plot to depopulate planet Earth. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I had to read it twice over just to make sure I understood what you said. I'm just reading the headline from Natural News is a very entertaining source of information. Sometimes their they news ma- Sometimes their stuff makes me go, yeah. You guys might be a little still far out there for what me. What's happened? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can't you hear me? Are you Okay, you're still there. Yeah, uh 
my computer just got attacked by the cat, apparently, so oh. it went silent for a moment. Sorry. Oh, okay. Anyway, Natural News is... They're a great source. I love. I like them. But sometimes their stuff is like, wow, you guys are out there, even for me. <laughs> and I'm really fucking out there. These guys make me look absolutely mainstream sometimes. Makes you feel normal, eh? It, it makes me feel normal, which is why I follow them. <laughs> why I have their shit. But sometimes what they do is they put out stuff that the way they put it out it's like it, it's so crazy but I read it and I go you know some of this stuff needs further study to yeah s- to see because they just they're just so far out but you have to go huh, some of it just does need further study such as this one here and the exopolitical artificial intelligence origins which of course means alien artificial AI here on the planet mm-hmm. You know, is behind the plot to depopulate planet Earth. Well, even for me at the moment. That doesn't seem too far out there for me. No, well, for me at the moment, it's still a little far out there for me, but I. I think I'm a little more towards the crazy side than you. Well, you know, you're younger than me. You're allowed to be because you're younger than me. I'm also female. That probably has something to do with it. Well, yeah, your hormones are never in fucking balance. Oh, fuck you. It doesn't take hormones to make you crazy. Have you yes, met the crazy men? You just you're either crazy That's, or you're not. No, the crazy men have no testosterone. They have so much estrogen, they may as well be having a fucking monthly period. Not true. Yes, absolutely true. Every man I've met that's totally crazy may as well have no fucking testosterone and be sick. Well, that's because you're a chick magnet, whether they have a cock or not. Mm. For me, I've met totally testosterone-filled men who are totally off their knocker. Well, I've never seen them. That's because you don't have tits. They they aren't attracted to you. Well, true. I don't have tits. (laughs) Tits are always an attraction. Everyone loves tits. Exactly. That's why you haven't met the good ones. Yeah. Oh, we got we got two additional people watching this now. So I wonder if they're enjoying the entertainment. Welcome to or the show. Or run away. Well, we might run away. Oh, all of a sudden we got two. We scared them. I scared the fuck out of them when I noticed them. Or I or I scared them away with my comments. Either yeah. way. Yeah. Well, they were there. Then they're gone. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Okay, let's find something else entertainment. During an interview, Camel Toe Harris gets a pretty gets pretty upset at the question, who is the real president? Yeah, I found this one kind of entertaining because uh, during an interview, she was asked, who is the real president? And uh, she seems to get really flustered and yeah, well, offended and upset by this. Poor Camel Toe, Camel Toe heel, heels up Harris. You just need to pick one nickname and stick with it because you no, keep no. tripping over it whenever you say all of her nicknames. No, I need to, I need to get it smoothly. Camel Toe heels up Harris. That's her full name. A lot of H's. Yes, I know. That's why you have to say it slowly until you get used to saying it real fast. It's like saying <laughs> she shells, she shells, but she sure. Yeah, I, I've never been able to say that. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let this load a few moments and uh, see what poor Camel Toe has to say. 
the God's honest truth. Our VP can absolutely be the superhero that America needs to protect democracy if she applies this type of passionate pressure to progressive roadblocks like Sean underscore Joe Manchin. Senator. Hit our YouTube page. Senator, it should say, you should say Senator Joe Manchin. Oh, I thought it said Sean. It does say it, S-E-N. It says S-E-N. Oh, it stands for Senate, Senator Joe Manchin. Oh, I didn't realize that. My bad. All right, well, that's because you're not up on the latest political crap. So who's the real I've read it. I just don't remember country? it. Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President? Come on, Charlemagne. I really, Come on. I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell no, sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president. It's Joe Biden. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? It's Joe, and, it's Joe, and it's Joe Biden. And I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. <laughs> Notice how she had to insist. I'm Kamala Harris and I am vice president. Yep. Are you sure about that, honey? So one of the things that I noticed when she did that is I remember when we were working with Grandpa a lot mm -hmm. that uh, all of us kind of got in the habit of reaffirming who we were, mm -hmm. right? All of us got mm -hmm. in that habit because it was required in oh, order yeah. to help him to understand. Yes. And yes, because it, he was suffering from all sounds. I never thought about that that aspect of it, that she sounds like she's just repeating something she said to Biden all the time. Say, hey, look, I'm Kamala Harris. I'm your vice president. Yeah. Reminding him of and who she is. That's what caught me in that aspect there was she sounds a lot like you, me and grandma sounded when mm -hmm. we were working a lot with grandpa. Mm -hmm. When he was in advanced Alzheimer's. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Which makes you wonder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I already knew that from the time I saw Biden. It's like, holy shit, he's in the early stages of Alzheimer's. It's going to deteriorate rapidly over the next two, three years. The same oh, way. Oh, yeah, because I, of same the way stress, I watched, the more stress there is. Yeah, same way I watched your grandpa just fucking tumble right off the fucking cliff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the first time, you know, it's sad, but the first time your grandpa shit his pants, you know, where Joe Biden gets on TV and goes, my butt's been wiped. <laughs> I, I should yep. have I should have that one on fucking quick play, because that one there is just <laughs> funny as fuck. It's like, it's like it's, my butt's been wiped. My butt's been wiped. It's like, you, first time I saw, it's like, did he really just say what I thought? Think he just said? <laughs> it's like, anyway, let's hear the rest of Camel Toe. And the reality is, because we are in office, we do the things like the child tax credit, which is going to reduce black child poverty by 50%. All right. That has nothing to do with who is the president. And it has nothing to do with actually <laughs> reducing child poverty. That too. <laughs> and also oh, that's black a good child poverty. Oh, oh yeah. Only black child poverty. It has nothing to yeah. do with any child poverty. That's right. She did specifically say a black child problem. But of course she's talking to Charlemagne. Okay, just a quick thing. Take the words she just said, flip them around, and say white child poverty. Yeah. Look at that cock what holster. What She's got a good cock holster going there right now. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs>
I had to, man. I mean, you really want to stick a piece of your body part in there? No, I mean, not really? me. What are you not, not me. I'm talking about some of the four fools that would stick their... Men, She's got beaver teeth. Men, they look sharp. Men as a whole will stick their fucking dick in anything. Yeah, but that looks sharp. It does, but there's like, a lot of men really out there. There's a lot of men out there where they'll stick their dick in a fucking glory hole, okay? That's scary. <laughs> men, whatever they, man is they, willing to stick they, himself they, in that. They have no idea what's on the other side of the glory hole. It could be a fucking goat's ass for all they know. That's scary. It's really <laughs> scary. You know, wow. There's a lot of men Moving that will on, do Moving on, listen to the rest of this. No. I'm, yeah. I'm degenerating here. Let's listen to the rest. To do that. We do things that are about saying that our Department of Justice is going to do these investigations and require that we end chokeholds and have body cameras. It is the Pause. In chokeholds and body cameras. They already have Hang those. on. Do what investigations for what? That our department is going to do these investigations. What bloody investigations? The, the investigations about chokeholds and body holds. Oh, oh, oh! The police. The, but the federal government has no control over any police except DC police. No, but is that what she's talking about? The police? Yes, she's talking about the police that do chokeholds, because you know the police when they go to arrest somebody they put them in chokeholds, and not all police departments have body cameras, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyway, okay, enough of enough of camel toe. Let's move on. Honestly, when she said that, the first thing that came to my mind was Biden's son. Yeah. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> all right, let's uh, pop into this one. The real pandemic is the fentanyl overdose crisis. Well, that's pretty much true. We've had more people yes. die from overdoses than the fucking Rona. Yes, uh, multiple, mm -hmm. like multitude more. Yeah. Um, the number one cause of death among 18 to 45-year-olds is fentanyl overdose. Yeah. Like, look at that graph. It's freaking scary. So we've had 65,000 people die of fentanyl overdose. So should we should we find yeah. some money or should we... And fentanyl, it, this is one of those things that's kind of near and dear to my heart because mm. between my partner and I, we've lost a ridiculous amount of people over the past three years. Mm. And um, I've known people who have done nothing more than have a joint that they bought mm. off of someone who they considered a trusted street dealer. They bought a joint off of them and smoked the joint and then they had a severe reaction to it yeah. and it turns out there was fentanyl on it and they had to go to the hospital. Yeah. And that is one of the major issues is fentanyl is not just appearing on the hardcore drugs anymore, it's appearing in weed. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I think I've mentioned this in um, things before. Mm -hmm. But when you think about it, why the hell is fentanyl appearing in something like weed? And fentanyl, it, it doesn't make your high better like M5M is claiming. Fentanyl just simply kills you. Yeah. And any good drug dealer knows better than to kill their income. Yes, they don't they want to don't, kill, they don't want to kill the people who are getting their drugs because they need repeat customers. Exactly. And you don't want to make them sick either. You want to give them just enough to get high yep. to bring them back for more. Yep. And I mean, if you're going to lace your drugs with anything, lace it with vitamin C. Yep. That will kick the high oh, really that kick, well. Oh, that, that kicks the high very well. Vitamin exactly. C makes the high amazing. And every drug dealer knows that. Mm -hmm. So to 
think that drug dealers are the ones putting this fentanyl in there is just mm. stupid. Oh, absolutely. And the M5M is all like, oh, it's the drug dealers. Oh, my God. No, it's not the fucking drug dealers. But Something else who is, is going on. <laughs> who is creating the drugs? Who is shipping the drugs? Who's making sure the, the CIA, drugs the get CIA, from the, point A to point B? The CIA does that. The uh, RCMP and all of the fucking elite uh, police departments do that. You know what's really interesting? Mm -hmm. Okay, I have an obsession with uh, crime TV shows. And every crime TV show that I have ever watched has always talked about how the dirty cops are the ones who move all the drugs and yeah. that the underground thing is connected to not just the cops, but mm. the higher above. Yeah. Every oh. single one, even the ones that have never been canceled. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that... Every single cop thing that I've ever watched mm -hmm. always says this. Every single cop book, mm -hmm. every single cop movie, yeah. show, everything always talks about these higher ups, these elites yeah. being the ones responsible for this. But nobody's ever picked up on the fact that this is a fact. Yeah. I find that interesting. But this whole crisis isn't even being mentioned. And yeah. it's really frustrating. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. And the reason why I put it under this topic is yep. because when this starts to die off and we start experiencing deaths via starvation, when we start experiencing deaths via cold, we're yep. going to have the same silence. Mm -hmm. And I brought this to everyone's attention because this is the real pandemic right now. Mm -hmm. The fentanyl overdose and the depression uh, suicides and mm. all these mental health issues that we have helped with for a few generations now. Now, all of a sudden, there's no help. There's yeah. no help for alcoholism or drug addiction or depression or anything. And these people who have had help for generations all of a sudden have nowhere to turn. Yep. And that is the main issue that along with fentanyl overdose and we aren't talking about this now what happens when we no longer have any more mentally damaged people or no longer have any more fentanyl overdoses to talk about or to think about we now just have people dying from cold and starvation we're still not going to be talking about it. it's still going to be radio silence on the issue the real issue and that is what people need to be aware of <clears throat> No, they'll Pe never they'll never let that information out. They need they need to not let that information out. Yeah, I mean, since 2020, 79,000 people have died of mm -hmm. fentanyl overdose. Yep. I have a theory that part of the reason why they're not talking about it on the mainstream is because if they do, then something will be done about it and they don't want people to do anything about it because <clears throat> 79,000 in a, in one year mm -hmm. is really good business for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's fantastic population control. Now, if we can get that many people over the next year, then that's fantastic population control with nobody really knowing about it. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's uh, wander into... All hail President Z of China, and then we will start to close out the show because it's pushing 10 o'clock. We've been at this three hours. Notice how it didn't take us long to get to three hours? 
Yeah, apparently three hours is just enough time to cover most of our information. Not, not even most. We didn't even get through a quarter of the shit here tonight. To be fair, I think both you and I started drinking before the show, so that might well, be part of the problem. Not by much. Maybe True. an hour tops. <laughs> it's not about the drinking. It's about how much information we got and how many rabbit holes we... we oh. <laughs> We've got so many side rabbit holes along the way. It's like, we're heading down one major rabbit hole. It's like, oh, there's a light on that tunnel. Let's go look at that. Oh, so you mean sidebars. Sidebars. Because something is mildly connected and we dive. (laughs) That's what happens. Something's mildly connected and we just dive into it. So we never, we never really, it's like listening to a No Agenda show. Yeah. It's like, one of these days, sooner or later, I'm going to start bringing clips to the show. And when I bring <laughs> clips to the show, we're going to be like them, too. I don't know how. They they work hard to cut their show off at three hours. They do. Although almost every show is three and a half hours. Yes. What well, was funny, the, when I first started listening to their show, it was barely an hour and a half long. I started, That's like us. Yeah. We I, were barely an yeah. hour and a half to two hours long well, when we first started, but now like three hours isn't even covering it. Yes, and we don't have, <laughs> but the thing that keeps theirs long is their donation segment. Donation segment, yeah. Their donation segment is what keeps them long, and they have to cut off so much other shit to do their donation. <laughs> when, when they have a, a short, and they still have them occasionally, not as often as they used to. Sometimes they have short donation segments, but they still do do a three-hour show even with the short donation segment well maybe our issue is that we bring in everything that we're interested in yeah well so do they maybe yeah but they do but they also don't like Mm. maybe our main issue is you and i have like 101 rabbit holes we're interested Mm. in so maybe what we need to do Mm. is we need to come up with one topic per week of the month that we focus on so we only bring topics for that one topic for that month i'm getting money and then we can get through all of that for that one week my left palm is suddenly fucking itchy as hell i'm thinking who owes me money who owes me money that's going to pay me next couple of days well maybe that means that i'm right no, I don't no, know how, but no, it could. No. When your left palm itches, it means money that is owed to you or money is coming your way very shortly. My left palm has been itchy for a couple of days, so it must mean good money. You got money coming your way somewhere. But <laughs> it, it's interesting because, and what's happened is for the last three years, I've paid particular attention. When your right palm itches, you're about to meet somebody new. Hmm. When your left palm itches, it means you're getting money. Usually money. I thought it was, I thought it was left palm getting money, right palm owing money. No, right palm is when you're, if, if it was right palm owing money, I'd never stop itching my right palm. <laughs> okay. Right, well, that's what I learned. Right palm itching means you're about to meet somebody new. They may be important. They may be unimportant. It may just be somebody at the grocery store, but you're about to meet somebody new and chat with them, chat with them for a couple of minutes, whatever. Left palm means that money that is owed to you is about to be paid to you or you're going to get some surprise money. It doesn't 
it does it's not it doesn't distinguish between the two what it means is that money is coming your way and it could be five bucks it could be a thousand bucks it just means money is coming your way you don't know what it is but it is interesting and and the last three years i've been paying particular attention to that fact and it has worked out every time when my brain registers it's like all of a sudden i'm itching my left palm i was like oh wait a minute oh i'm money and i start thinking do i have clients owing me money no i don't and then what happens is a couple of days later all of a sudden i've got a deposit and i go oh I didn't realize they owed me money still. So it does work. It, it, it's rather consistent. All right, back to thinking of money and President Xi Jinping of China, good old uh, Winnie the Pooh. Um, what's this all about? You brought this, not me. I brought this. Uh, what it is, is Amazon removed the ability to leave comments and ratings on Z's collection of speeches in book form because he didn't want bad reviews. <laughs> and Amazon acquiesced. Well, of course they would. With- Every fucking uh, big tech company acquiesced to China. Yeah, but really, it just paves the way for all other world powers to do the same, Mm. which in turn paves the way for other things of this nature. And for me, when I was thinking about it, it's kind of freaky and creepy because this paves the way for Biden to do the same thing, which in turn paves the way for Lady Gaga to do the same thing. And if Lady Gaga can do it, then some asshole who wins some lottery can do the same thing. And it just goes on and on and on. And if one person can do it, everybody else can is essentially what it is. Like, I remember when I was in kindergarten class, if uh, I would often have the teacher tell me if I gave you special privilege and I'd have to give everyone special privilege. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same freaking thing when it comes to being an adult. If you get special privilege, everybody else gets special privilege. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. that really is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that used to be the reason why you didn't give special privilege. Mm-hmm. But now it seems to be, I mean, I, in my opinion, it means that everyone else is going to come through and everyone else is going to be all like, oh, no, I can't have any kind of uh, reviews or anything. But yeah. In actuality, for all I know, it could just mean that, I, you know, I don't even know what it means. I just yeah. know that it's creepy and it's wrong. Doesn't matter. All right. One more item before we dive into our closing and the TikTok videos. Last one is some history lessons about how the internet is forever. To an extent. What's that? To an extent. Oh, no. It's truly forever. But it's not truly forever because sites break, sites get destroyed, sites get removed, and the information that was on the sites that get destroyed and removed end up vanishing. Somebody somewhere has saved that information, and they might bring it forward again. I saved everything on John Dieter. Yeah, well... This is a reader comments on comic K2, which is rapidly approaching us, which surprises me that the mainstream and nobody's talking about comic K2. Well, lots of people are talking about K2, just nobody mainstream. Uh, 
I haven't heard anyone. I I follow nothing but non-mainstream, and I haven't heard any of them talking about K2 for two years now. Jacob is real <clears throat> on YouTube. Is He's ja- talking about constantly. Is he talk? I haven't seen it. I've been watching him. I've been watching Jacob Israel. He hasn't mentioned anything I've seen from him hasn't mentioned K2. He's talking about K2, but he doesn't call it K2. He calls it the the next comment, and he yeah. calls it... He's very biblical. You yeah. have to really listen but to you, what you, he's you, saying and yeah, so take I, what I, he I, says I, and turn into... I listen to what he's saying, and I can understand his biblical shit about it. I, hmm. find, I find him very interesting, but... Nothing I've seen from him, and I, I haven't watched his videos for a few weeks now, but nothing I'd seen from him in the last few months talked about Comet K2. Okay, maybe uh, maybe it's not in the past few weeks. We'll probably talk about it as it's getting closer, but yeah. a couple of years ago, he mentioned Comet K2, and well, he referred couple, to it couple, as something biblical. So. A cu- well, a couple of years ago, was when it was discovered in 1917, or 19, 2017. Yeah, and that was when he was talking about it. So and everybody, I'll probably be bringing it up every, soon. Everybody was talking about it in 2017, but nobody's been talking about it since. It's like nobody gives mm. a fuck. It's like it doesn't exist since 2017, except for the occasional piece of information I can dig up on it. It's like they don't even understand how important this comet is. The fact that this is the only comet in our history of being able to see the stars that lit up beyond Pluto. This comet lit up while it was still out there beyond Pluto. Okay, nobody seems to understand and comprehend. That means this is not a teeny tiny little fucking comet. The fact that it lit up out beyond Pluto and the fact that the Hopis and the other thing about K2 is it's a blue comet, which it it is the comet that fulfills the Hopi prophecy of the blue star. Yeah, I've heard about that in a few places. And that blue star is the one that is going to lead to an end to our planet. Mm-hmm. And not an end to our planet as it is. A, it basically, if you read between the lines, civilization. it's an end to our civilization. So, yeah, it's like it's really quite fascinating. And some people are relating it to Jupiter, Nibiru, 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 yes. You know, and there's a lot of things that are tied to this. This article here has a lot of old stuff from the internet in it about what was happening. So it's one to look at. And but what happens is if you read this article, okay? I'm trying to And there's some information in here that if you read between the lines on this article, 5G was brought in and what if the jab is all about making it easier to get people used to the 5G process. That's an interesting thought I hadn't thought about. 
You know, it's like there's a whole lot of things that are happening. Now, something that occurred back at the beginning of the uh, Rona release, okay, there were several theories going around. A lot of those theories have died off. Now, I'm still kind of interested in those theories, mainly because there's some corresponding stuff in history. And the biggest, really? the biggest thing that was is like, as soon as the Rona came out, many people were talking about the same time the Rona became a problem, 5G was being released. Okay. And part of the thing is, it's like, you know, they talk about, well, this Rona doesn't exist. It's your body exuding different things as the humans adapt to a new technology that didn't exist before because it's sending out electromagnetic stuff through the atmosphere that our bodies are not used to. It's causing us to appear sick when we're not sick. And the 5G was released at the same time. Well, what's interesting, when the 2020 flu, the 2019, 2018 flu was released, that was exactly the same time that electricity became mainstream. And electricity was starting to be used everywhere. You were not involved personally, you were just... That is interesting. And they equated it. And there's another time there was a major disease and it was another major technological advancement in humans at the exact same time. And it wasn't just tech advancement. It was a tech advancement that put electro electromagnetic energy into the atmosphere that our human bodies had to adjust to. And some people adjust to it faster than others. And it was a very interesting theory to me, which still kind of makes sense to me, especially as two years into it now, 5G has become normalized and more stable, and this disease is dropping off. But of course, the this time around, the fucking pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies are involved. And they're like, hey, you're not taking away our fucking free milk cow. We want you know, that actually brings to thought an interesting idea. Mm -hmm. um, so when I received my my brain damage, my yeah. brain injury, yeah. uh, I went from not understanding computers at all yeah. to understanding them better than people. Yeah. So I wonder if that is a very particular set of mind frame where you have to have certain certain pathways create in your brain in order to understand anything electronic, anything computer oriented. And perhaps this job is supposed to help you understand computers, to help you understand. No, I, I, I don't think this job is supposed to help people understand computers. No? I, I think this job is to uh, make, them, make people more programmable. Huh, well, it's still an interesting thought. I mean, yeah. I've been making a lot of correlations on various things. I got my brain injury because, yeah. you know, things are so different from before versus now, right? Yeah. And uh, the biggest thing of all, which is I didn't understand computers before, now I understand them entirely. Mm -hmm. Well, the whole reason for that is because my brain had to reroute. Yeah. And having to reroute, mm -hmm. I can't help but wonder if things like injections mm -hmm. or pharmaceuticals 
are also meant to make your brain reroute. I mean, I know that like antipsychotics slash mm-hmm. antidepressants, mm-hmm. those are supposed to help your brain reroute in a way yeah. to make it possible for you to live without the desire to commit suicide every second mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So if your brain, if your brain is already having to be taught how to reroute mm-hmm. through these drugs, mm-hmm. it would be interesting if the whole reason for these major pharmaceuticals was to teach your brain to reroute in such a way that it would be easier for computers or AI to essentially take over because you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, these things these things are making sense. I understand what these things are saying. It'd be interesting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God, that is amazing. Thought. All right, on that note there. I think it's time for some TikToks and to close out the show. I think that's a great idea. Let's do it. We've been at this three hours. Have we? Oh, buddy, how we have? It's ten o'clock, man. We started at seven. We were only six. We were only six minutes late getting to the show, figuring out the audio. But we. Okay, wait. What? One more thing I want to bring up. Bring to the show. Okay, what is it? It's in the Out of Place Artifact. I've been staring at this for the last couple of shows. All right. It is the giant cave found in our and Antarctica with the help of satellite images. Uh, out of Place Artifacts. Where the fuck is it? As that? enticing as the cocked boy looks there with the sliced meat. Yeah. I've got some early entertaining shit in Out of Place Artifacts, yes. His name is you do, but the the giant cave found in Antarctica, uh, it just it keeps catching my it yes. keeps catching my eyes. I've seen the I've seen this one. Now, what's interesting about this one is this was found using Google Earth. Oh, cool! Six months later, it was no longer available on Google Earth. Wait, what? Really? Are you surprised by that? Actually, yes, because in order for it to be gone within six months would take some serious attention to detail for Google. That's not hard for Google when they realize something escaped their sensors. Okay, yeah. When something escapes their sensors, they quickly erase it from Google Earth. There is shitloads out there on the web of stuff that was found and then erased from Google Earth. And people were Mm. smart enough when they found it to make screenshots of it. I make a lot of screenshots now, I I find. Yes, well you have to. If you find something unique on the web, you gotta grab a screenshot immediately because the sensors, we'll we'll just call it the 1984 web. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as the sensors realize they need to erase it, they erase it from the web. But if you've got the screenshots, you've still got proof that it existed. This is actually kind of cool. They found this cave, and you can see the cave in this one picture. Really nice, you cool sound cave. Like you got some base going there. Yeah, it's one of the YouTube videos. <clears throat> ah. And you can see stairs going up to this cave in this picture. Yeah, well-worn stairs well, and well-worn pathways. Well-worn pathways leading up the stairs. And then there's a couple other little tidbits they've got in this cave here, and they can't quite understand them. But it's a good article about this cave. It's like, what is this? Where did it come from? And there's a YouTube video about it somebody made. You know, and it's a secret. Is it a secret hidden base? What is it? 
you know, and this, of course, it babbles on about all kinds of cool shit in the video. I just of don't, course. I don't, wow, that bass is super strong. Yeah, well, I can't do anything about that. The kids won't shut up. But anyway, it's a very interesting article about this stuff. And into the side of yeah. this. And it's the side of it's the side of a mountain or a cliff. Possible entrance. But see, one of the interesting things I think we talked about it last show is that. I'm not a hundred percent belief, but I am leaning towards our Earth crustal displacement. If, yeah, I'm leaning towards that. I mean, the Earth crustal displacement. I've been thinking about that for a if, while. If the Earth crustal displacement happens, Antarctica will shift back to where it was twelve thousand mm. years ago, which was in the tropics, and it has been proven. And this is knowledge that is without a doubt because they have found tropical plants in Antarctica on the continent, trees and other shit that cannot grow down there that mm-hmm. are fossilized, etc., etc., which means at one time that continent was in the tropics. It had to be. But what that means is like Antarctica will shift to the tropics now something i caught recently and i didn't get it into our show notes is that the elites are having a major meeting in antarctica oh in the next surprise me no what do you mean it doesn't surprise you no, it doesn't surprise me because I've heard about Antarctica being kind of no man's land and no. in a way it is okay. more neutral than well, Switzerland. No, because no, no. We're, we're not talking just elite. We're talking um, douchebag that runs the fucking, uh, the guy who's been putting out all the shit from uh, the uh, economic World Economic Forum. Uh, I can't remember his name. The old douchebag that says that the world is changing, etc. But all of the elites are going to Antarctica for some sort of meeting. Why would they do that now? Antarctica. Because Antarctica is more no, neutral than Switzerland. No, they, it's a place where no, people can go. No, it has nothing to do with neutrality. They can go anywhere and be neutral. They are neutral anywhere they fucking go. They're the elites. Why would they go to a fucking inhospitable continent? Okay, you're talking about. We're talking. Think about this. Antarctica is in fire alarm. Inhospitable. Okay, you think about this. Antarctica is inhospitable. Even with all the shit that's been put down there to make it comfortable, it's still sub-zero temperatures, even in their summer, which they're having right now, is their summer. Their summer is minus 25 degrees. Mm-hmm. Okay? Why would these elites go someplace they couldn't go outside or do anything? They have to stay inside, do all this shit, when they could go somewhere in the Northern Hemisphere and not be bothered. They're going to Antarctica. Why Antarctica? For a fire alarm. That's what it makes it sound for me, is a fire alarm. Because in if our planet goes into a crustal displacement shift, Antarctica will move into the tropic, tropic. zones. It's like these sorts of things is what make me think. It's like 
Pay attention to what the elite are doing if you can get the knowledge. A lot of times they keep their shit, mo- their secret, their movement secret. But sometimes oh, somebody always knows and reports. Somebody reports, but the problem is you have to re- you have to follow the few people that report them. You Which, have to be willing to believe the fringe news. Yes, the the absolute fringe news. It's like watching Fringe. Remember that show, Fringe. Yep. That one there. Uh, that was another that show. That was an amazing show until the, the last season there. Then it just got really messed up. Well, that's because if you watched it, it only lasted like two or three seasons. Mm. It was another one of those shows that had too much truth in it in the first season. Yeah, L- like much, Lie to Me. Like Lie to Me. Like uh, Dollhouse. A little too much truth, and they had to cut them off after two seasons. Because we can't have you telling this much truth to the plebes. So, at any rate, this here is what happens, though. It's like you see this, and it's like, is there a base in Antarctica that we don't know about? An underground base? There's a bunch of bases in Antarctica that are underground. Yes, I know, but nobody talks about them. They're not acknowledged, et cetera, et cetera. So, anyway, it's an interesting article. And because of this article here, you'll want to check out other stuff. All right, let's go check out our... TikToks? TikToks and close the show out because you just dragged right. us you just dragged us into another twenty minutes of show. But you love me anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey vegans, genuine question. Other animals eat other animals. They hunt them. Yes, you're hundred percent correct. Other animals do hunt other animals. Which is the problem that more vegans need to be talking about. Now, I've already switched my cat and dog to a vegan diet. But the next step is that we do need to be feeding wild animals plant-based alternatives to meat. I honestly don't see why we couldn't just cargo drop Beyond Meat patties for polar bears. Glenn Treefucker, professional vegan. <laughs> Hi, vegans. Genuine question. Other- <laughs> <laughs> the ending is what made it worthwhile. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would do well. Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's drop, uh, airdrop fucking... Uh, Beyond Meat Patties to the fucking polar bears. <laughs> oh, all of them are good tonight. All right. Let's go check out Dyslexic Think 3D. This actually mucked with my brain. Like, I, this really got me thinking. It's a pretty awesome one. Loading, loading, loading. So you're telling me that you think visually like there's pictures and stuff? Yeah. So you're telling me you think verbally like you're just thinking as fast as you talk? Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Do you think like visually like there's pictures in your head or just verbally like you're just talking to yourself? Both. Really? Yeah, like there's the gameplay footage and then there's like 40 narrators talking all at the same time. Wait, you're dyslexic though. You don't count. What? Why? Because dyslexics can render a perfect three-dimensional model of any object they look at only using their imagination. Yeah, (laughs) Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What? Oh, yeah. I learn, visualize, and think three-dimensionally. Whoa. Yeah, but it's also the reason why I mix up my letters like my P's and my B's. Oh, because your 3D brain flips them around. Yeah. Blessing and a curse. Okay, so back to this. You're telling me you think in picture pictures. <laughs> so, you're telling- <laughs> yeah. so I actually really started thinking about this because this is one of those ones that it throws out real fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people who are dyslexic tend to think in 3D only, yes. and they tend to be dyslexic because of their 3D brain. Yes, yes, I understand it just fine. I had no problem with that. 
Yeah, but it got me thinking because I don't think in 3D. Yes, I do. I think in pictures. Which is which is why I landed a specific job one time because I was able to render free 3D images on the screen because the test in the interview was to create 3D images. And which was, probably wasn't hard at all for you. No, it wasn't hard. I had to stop and think a little bit to get them translated to paper, or not paper, but I had to build them on a computer. I had no problem building the 3D images <laughs> they wanted, but that's what got me the job. Yeah, and my, my partner and my oldest daughter, they think in 3D like mm. that, but they also both stuck at spelling because yes. they are extremely dyslexic. Welcome to Listexia. Listexia is, you know, <laughs> Listexics untie. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see, for me, it I, I have the ability to think in 3D, mm -hmm. but it takes effort. And I'm only very mildly dyslexic. Oh, dyslexic's too fine. And it's even it's even funnier when they're also ADHD. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like both my partner and my oldest daughter. Yes. Because <laughs> then they then they do it even faster and just move along. Yeah, then they get out half the word before they move on to the next thing. Uh-huh. Yes, I but only that. half the word because I, their mouths weren't fast enough to keep up with their brain. Well, what's happened, I, I, I do this all the time. I have to go reread my emails. And because I, I type everything out, I think I wrote the whole word, but I only wrote a few letters of the word. Yep. It's, it's that's a, like it's that's a, like my partner and my daughter both. They'll, a, they'll like they'll be a, writing something and they'll write me a note, but they're in so much of a hurry, they write half words for almost the whole thing, and I'm just looking at it like, what? Yeah, I, I, wrote, I wrote the whole thing. Yeah. It's it's a real pain in the ass when I'm writing emails to clients. I have to actually stop, <laughs> finish it, reread a few. Uh, so I missed the rest of the letters in that word. Or the rest of the words in the sentence? I've done that too. Forgot the words <laughs> along with the rest of the sentence too. It's, it is a problem. Yeah. All right. Blessing and a curse. Yes, it's a blessing and a curse. You can think very fast, but other people can't always keep up with you. Yeah, I just think in images. Yes. Funny, because my best friend, she thinks in words. Mm -hmm. She actually thought that people saying that they're thinking in images was, you know, kind of just a phrase, not not a real thing, until she realized, oh my God, you actually think in pictures. That's mm -hmm. so weird. <laughs> well, the problem is, see, when I was younger, before I did all my bad set of drugs, I used yep. to I used to have a perfect photographic memory. Oh, me too. Before acid, acid yeah. definitely doesn't I, help your brain. I think it's acid that yeah, it's probably acid that did it to me. But I had a perfect <laughs> photographic memory. And I could remember. It's like I did something. I could remember things, and I you can get most of it back if you put effort into it. And yeah, but it takes effort. I yes, and I've put effort into it. I've gotten most of it back. I can still. It's like I can remember. I write it down. It's like oh, and I, and then what I do is I think about the picture of what I wrote down, and suddenly I can remember it. Oh, cool. So it does. You can get most of it back. You can't get it all back though. It's like I used to. I, I miss my perfect photographic memory. I should have just stuck with smoking pot. Pot doesn't impact your your photographic memory. Understandably. No, it really doesn't. I think it probably right. enhances it. All right. Just the next another. one is just another day in Canada. Yep. 
at minus 13 degrees. That's what it is outside right now. Yep. Greenhouse is 18 now. Oh, we're missing half the beeps. Are you hearing the beeps or is it yep, silent I, for you too? No, I'm hearing all the beeps. Okay. That yeah, was actually kind of cool. That's one bored fucking plow driver. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, baby shark is a very common thing in Canada. Oh, is that what that was? I didn't know that was baby shark. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark. Well, that's what he was doing. <laughs> that's one bored plow I have driver. Kids. Yeah, well, I had kids too, but baby shark wasn't a thing when you were a kid. Nor, nor yeah, baby shark was a thing for my kids. It wasn't a thing for your brothers it's, for some reason. It, it's because they're boys. <laughs> Show goes on. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> it is actually. That's impressive that he gets up. He barely missed. He barely missed the beat. That's actually impressive that he barely missed the beat after that. Yeah. That's why I wrote it as, whoops, show goes on. Yeah, very good. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps us up here, folks. We've really had an entertaining night tonight. We've uh, done well. <laughs> We've had anywhere from two to six visitors on the show tonight. So hopefully, really? That's impressive. Hopefully some of them come back. Well, I kept, I kept promoting it out on Facecrack and Twitter all night. We probably scared half of them off, though. I'm sure. A few of them <laughs> will come back again. All right, a little bit of music. Carry us out till the end of the show. These are the days of thunder. We're gonna make time stand still.
Alrighty, folks. That's all we got for you now. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Adios, mofo. Alrighty, then. That was...